welcome to Thursday night at the Speakeasy Cafe. We would like to invite you to take the stage for the Sound of Ink Open Mic Poetry Night. Now, let's get started. I want your ink in our ears. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. It's going to be a really fun night tonight. We've got all kinds of stuff to do. Excited about that. You know, it's it's really funny. You, you, I don't know about you guys, but me, okay, me. I run around all day long, and I'm prepping, and I'm doing stuff and getting ready for the show, and right before the show, my pen craps out on me. I mean, there's no way to fix it. It's just gone. It's dead. It's never going to write again, and I'm looking at it, and I'm mourning, and I'm thinking about calling off the show because, you know, I just don't know if I can handle this, and and... <laughs> No, I would not do that. But I was so sad. But then it's like, oh, my God, the show is in like 10 minutes. and I have no pen. While I am literally sitting here on my desk looking at a old coffee cup full of pens. But I know they're all crap. So I run through and I'm going through drawers and I'm opening up desks. I'm looking in everything I can open because I have to have a pen that writes. And I grab one and I scribble on some paper. And I love the way it feels. And I look down. And it's blue ink. Blue ink. I can't even believe there's a pen in my house with blue ink. So my heart was crushed. And the race went on. And I'm running everywhere. And I finally find one of my very favorite pens. And it still has ink in it. And I was so happy. And I'm looking at it right now. And I'm just, you should see the joy it is sparking on my face. I just thought I'd share that with you because I'm so happy to have this pen in my hand. I'm just wondering if any of you guys are like that. You know I'm kind of a pen freak, but what's it like for you when you're writing? If you reach down and you write a pen, does the way the pen writes matter to you? The way it feels on the paper? Do you even pay attention to that? Of course, most of you are probably on your phones, but let's pretend. So anyway, hi, welcome to the show. Not for my little tangent there. <laughs> If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you'd like to call in and read. We have some announcements to go over before we get started. So I want to jump right into that, get this out of the way. Just a reminder for those of you who participated in it, our Poetry for Prizes event has come to a close. So no no more entries can be put in. It won't let me turn off the commenting, by the way, on those, um, on the post. So I just put it in there. So everything above my comment saying that the entries are closed or what is going to count. Even though I was supposed to close this on Tuesday, I couldn't. So I figured, out oh, we'll just do it today. <laughs> Why not? Why shouldn't I do it three days later? Give you three more days, right? So anyway, it has come to a close. I'll be telling up all the names and the number of entries for each person this week, and we will be announcing the winner on the November 30th show. It seems so far away, but... Thanks to a conversation I had with Jimmy Ray today, 
I remembered that next week is Thanksgiving and we are not going to be doing a show on Thanksgiving. If we end up doing a show on Thanksgiving, it's going to be a last minute impromptu. The turkey burned, the house burnt down. I gave all of my whoever's going to be eating here salmonella poisoning or botulism or whatever the heck it is. I gave them crabs. I don't know. You know, like crabs, stuffed crabs. <laughs> um, we may, if I, depending on what's going on, I may be a surprise and do a quick jump on and say who's out there and happy Thanksgiving. But right now we are not scheduled to have a show on Thanksgiving. That means our next show will be November 30th, and that's when we will announce our winner of the prize, and we will get that out to you like ASAP the same day. Okay. I want to mention we have our anniversary show coming up on December 7th. That's about three weeks away, celebrating our 17th year on the air. Isn't that incredible? 17 years on the air. We will be doing that anniversary show. It's scheduled for December 7th. Remember that date because it's going to be important and come into play later on during our workshop. All right. So I also want to mention that we are coming to the end of our broadcasting year and we'll be starting our fundraiser soon. So it is very important to me that you understand how special these people are. The ones who, you know, if they, if they can only do five bucks, they did their five bucks. If they could do more, you know, some of you were, you just, you just all did what you could. And that's all anyone can ask because without you guys, this show goes away. When I first started doing this 17 years ago, it was, much less expensive for the broadcasting license. It is over three times as much now. And um, so actually when I first started, it was free for about six months, and then it changed to paid, and it's just gone up from there over the last 17 years. So, you know, I used to be able to carry it on my own, and then it got more and more, and I just can't do that all in one chunk You know, it's just I can't. I can't do it by myself anymore. And so James Sapien... Uh, jumped in, and then a couple others, Roy here for the beer, a few others the next year, and you guys just started picking up to make sure we kept going, and it was so humbling for me when you guys stepped up and said, hey, we're going to help you with this year, this year. And so it has gone like that over the last X amount of years, and, you know, it has seriously come to a point where if it weren't for you, we wouldn't be here. So it is very important for me you guys understand that. So when I read off this list of names, listen to those names. People are important. It is because of them. Absolutely 100% because of them that we are here tonight. Okay. So our 2023 broadcasting sponsors are... That was a really crappy drum roll with my hands on the desk, and I hurt my hand and knocked over my tablet. Okay. (laughs) Our sponsors are Annabelle Ashire, Anthony Arnold, Dave Kuhn, Debbie Kelly, Douglas Curry, George Wiley, Gary and Noreen Snyder, Jade Mist, Jessica Brooke, Karen DeWitt, Kristen Riley, Krista Jopek, Krista Jopek's dog, T.S. Elliott, who is a great lover of poetry, Lori Binder, Lynn Perkins, Martha Shestick, Michael Emerald, Missy, and Jimmy Ray Davis. That's three M's in a row. No wonder I always stumble on that part. And I got three, four K's in a row. Anyway, okay, Missy and Jimmy Ray Davis, Pineapple 16. We need to go check on him, guys. It's 
it's past ice cream time. He should be back by now. Rebel Jones, Rich Hathaway, Robert and May Ryan, which is Christopher's mom and dad, by the way, Terry Galloway, and Timothy Melton. I also want to, from my heart, thank those of you who made anonymous donations in the memory of Melvin Douglas Johnson, Philip Kent Church, John Kays, Ray Neighbors, Rick Smith II, Glenn Still, Charles C.B. Banks, King's Cadence, and Deep Enough. Thank you guys, all of you, for keeping us here this year, for making this night possible. We love our sponsors so much. Thank you, guys. Okay, so get your pens, papers, ink pens, ink pots, quills, electronic devices out, because it is time for... Slow, so slow pushing that button. Inspiration from the inkwell. That's the crowd shrink. They don't trust me pushing buttons anymore. Just <laughs> to get to our mini workshop portion of the show, have your books out and ready so you can get this stuff written down. As I go through this, I want to remind you that if you don't get everything written down, worry not. You can always come back after the show's over and re-listen to the beginning of the program to grab whatever was missed. And remember, we have 16 years, almost 17 years worth of online podcasts that you can listen to at any time. You ever wonder what you sounded like when you first started calling in 17 years ago? You want to really freak yourself out? Look at pictures of you when you first started calling in the show. I looked at the picture of me I had up there with the show thing. It's like, who in the hell is that girl? She's kind of hot. What in the hell happened? I'm old now. <laughs> no, none of us will ever get old. But yeah, 16. It's a lot of years. Anyway, so, you know, sitting there one night, back on track. If you're sitting there some night and you can't think of something to write, pop open our show page, which is blogtalkradio.com forward slash speakeasycafe. Listen to any of the episodes, first 15 minutes, you'll get into our inspiration from the Inkwell workshop, and you'll find something to get you off and running. So a great tool for us to utilize. All right, we're going to jump right in and start off by giving you this week's poetry prompts. And I want to thank everyone who posted their amazing prompts for tonight's show here. So, so many, and, you know, there, there, was, there were so many this week. I, I looked down there, I posted it, I came back a little bit later, and it was like, what, 70 posts at that time, 70 uh, title prompts and stuff. So I grabbed some, and there were so many that they're going to spill over into next week, and it's kind of nice to have that little reserve. All right. Maybe I'll do a workshop for things. Maybe I'll record a workshop for things. I'll do something. Anyway, so thank you guys for the amazing prompts you put up today. I appreciate it. So let's give you those prompts. Now remember, the poetry prompts, they are like seeds planted. They're meant to grow into poems. And you can use the prompts as the title of your poem. You can use it as a line in your poem or the general concept of your poem. Say perhaps the prompt is war. You wouldn't have to use the word war for us to know your poem was about war. That's what I mean when I say the general concept of. Beyond that, whatever you do with them is all up to you, babe. All right, let's get started. Your prompts are, one, oppression is worse than 
depression is worse than two. The mask we wear daily. The mask we wear daily. Three, happy shirt. That sounds so fun. Happy shirt. Number four, morning of my passing. That sounds fun too. Morning of my passing. Five, the revolution can't be televised. The revolution can't be televised. Number six, can we talk? I don't know if this person was asking me if we could talk or if this was their prompt, but that's what we got. So can we talk? Number seven, my dog is cooler than you. My dog is cooler than you. Number ten, not number, ten, number eight, <laughs> next town over, next town over. Number nine, things I would do I were a frog. Things I would do if I were a frog. Number 10, woke up on the wrong side of history. I love this one so much. Woke up on, wait till you get to do your writing exercise with this one. I really, if, even if, if you do no, we'll get to that in a minute and I'll remind you, but if you do it to no other prompt, than this one. Do it to this one. All right. So, woke up on the wrong side of history. Number 11, as is. As is. Number 12, end of never. Some of these some great times, and I want to say, you know, like, or this makes me think of, but I can't do that because if I do that, then I'm planting an idea in your head, and I, I can't. I That's, that's got to be all you. You know, I can't skew your thinking in one direction or another because then I'd mess you all up. Number 13, crumpled paper. There were a couple of them with crumpled paper in it, but there was other stuff too. So I just took the common denominator out of both of them and came up with 13, and that is crumpled paper. Number 14, I almost didn't pick this one for tonight, but then I thought, you know, God, you could really do a lot with this. Again, with this one, if you do the exercise, we are going to be going over a moment with this one. Fourteen, don't touch me there. Don't, for my contribution for the week, this is a prompt from Rebel Jones just because it made me laugh, and I thought, you know, well, we need to use it. And so there's Mr. Rebel Jones sending in for me with number 15, toilet paper poetry, just because that really sounds like something I would come up with. I had to put that one in there. That was awesome. Toilet paper poetry. Oh, I saw I tell you a story and I can't. All right. Remember, you can write one poem per prompt. You can mix and match the prompts and use five or six of them together in one poem. Or if you're feeling super ambitious and flexing those poetry muscles, you can use all of the prompts in one poem. And I used to try to flavor them somewhat in the same planet of each other when I used to write them all down. But you guys, you know, you're merciless. There's just a hodgepodge here. So it would be really, really fun to see how you would incorporate these into one poem. So challenge yourself. It's fun. <laughs> Next, I want to go over your pick apart a prompt writing exercise that you heard me mention a few moments ago several times. This exercise to highlight that what we do with a prompt before we write to it is far more important than what we do write to it. Can you imagine why? Have you been listening? 
<laughs> what this does is it helps train our brain to work differently than it does right now. If you do this writing exercise 26 times, it will become muscle memory. It takes tw doing something 26 times for your brain to do the muscle memory on it, where it's second nature. All right, so you're going to rewire your brain doing this exercise. What it does is it helps you when you hear something. We're like a computer. Our brain's like a computer. We're like Google. Our brain is Google. All right, and you start to type in something, and it's going to go through its algorithms, and it's going to pull up the most searched item, and that's what's going to pop into your head. So if I tell you to write a poem about winter, I know snow is going to be in there somewhere, and everybody's poem. That is your algorithm, your knee-jerk reaction, pulling that up into your head, and immediately you think, oh, snow, and this, and this, and this, and this. And you're familiar with it, and you're often writing, and everybody writes a snow poem about winter. Then you go to submit your poem to an anthology posting poems about winter, and they refuse it. And then you get all butthurt and mad because they refused your poem, but it wasn't nothing to do with your poem at all. It's the fact that they had a theme, and because most people write to their knee-jerk reactions, everybody wrote a poem about snow, and they can already have 32 poems about snow in there. They can't put any more in, but that's all, what, that's all their submissions are. Everybody wrote the basic poem. Everybody wrote the same poem. And you have no idea. That's why they, they just couldn't do it. So... This is going to make you find the stuff under the snow, the stuff that's hiding, the things behind your brain's muscle memory. All right, so what I want you to do is I want you to take the first prompt, and actually let's go down here and grab from the wrong side of history. Or don't touch me there. Let's do don't touch me there, okay? So, for example, let's pretend don't touch me there was number one. So you write the first prompt up at the top of the page. Don't touch me there. The very first thing, I will bet you that 90% that of you thought was stranger danger, stranger danger, help, I need an adult. All right, your brain grabbed that. That's an example of muscle memory. But what else could you do this? And I really like using this one because it's, there could be so many things. So I want you to write this at the top of your page. Don't touch me there when you get to it, which is number 14. Oh, you've got all the way done. Then be found and write a poem to that. I want you to invest a little bit of time. And instead, I want you to first write down at least six different poems you could write to that same prompt. So how many different ideas can you come up with for different poems for Don't Touch Me There? How can you twist it or bend it or change it or redirect it? What else is under there that isn't the typical poem? It isn't the basic poem. It isn't the poem that everybody's writing. This is how you train yourself to find your own unique voice. I said do something X amount of times and it becomes muscle memory. By doing this exercise, even if you do only do half of them, I don't care. I'm not the poetry, please. I'm not standing outside your window. And if I was, I wouldn't tell you anyway. So I may or may not know whether you're doing your exercises. I'm not going to embellish on that for the sake of incriminating myself. Anyway, 
if you do this, it's going to train your brain to think like a kaleidoscope. Instead of when you hear something that inspires you, you pull up an instant concrete image, city street in the snow, a forest in the snow, snow falling in a street light, snow on the windowsill, a snowman. Okay, instead of pulling up a concrete image, it's going to turn into like one of those old-time movie slide projectors. Click, 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 click. And you're immediately going to start rolling over ideas in your head without even thinking about doing it anymore. So what you're training yourself to do is to do this exercise mentally within seconds when you hear something, if you do it so many times on paper. This will change you as a writer. It will change the quality of your writing. It will make you grow. It will help you in so many ways. I can't even tell you. So please do your exercise so that this last X amount of minutes was not wasted. I was so excited when Jessica told me last week that she had done it and she wrote a really cool poem. I swear to you guys, I was dancing on air. Thank you, Jessica. I love you for doing your, doing your homework. All right, so write down at least six different ideas that you could, poems you could write to that one prompt. When you're done with the first one, go to the second, go to the third, go to the fourth, all the way down until you have at least six different poems you could write to each of the 15 prompts. And I guarantee you, just like Jessica, you will not make it to the end of this exercise without an idea grabbing a hold of you, cracking the whip, and you're going to be off and running. And I 100% guarantee it will be something that surprises you. All right, let's move on. We have a special writing project, as I had mentioned earlier, and this will be for our 17th year anniversary show coming up on December 7th. All right. Your project is to write poems for the community, write poems to the poets. I want nostalgia. You can come on to the show on our anniversary show, and you can read two normal poems. If you have your writing project poem, you can read three because you can read your project poem and two more, the regular two that you would normally read. So this is like a freebie to be able to read three poems. All right. So I really want you to think about how long you've been here with the speakeasy and what the community has meant to you. And it obviously means a lot to some of you because you're here making sure we stay on the air every year. You know, I panic every year, and every year there was no reason to because you guys are right here with me, all right? So that the community has to mean something to you for you to do that. It has to mean something to you for you guys to still be here this many years later. I have got people on the line tonight that were on my very first broadcast ever 16 years ago. They were on show one with me 17 years ago now, almost 17. Anyway, you know what I mean. They were here at the very first show. And they are still here. All right? What I want to know is who in the community has touched you? Who has inspired you? Write a poem to them. How often do we take the time to tell somebody something amazing? People, people need to know that they touch lives. You know, so I hear you guys talk all the time about so-and-so inspired me or so-and-so read this poem and it touched me and I, so I'm going to read this one tonight. I want you to think about the things that you have gained from this community, for being a part of this community. You know, you can write a poem. You know, the, the prompt for this project is A Night at the Speakeasy. 
and I just wrote, I just thought that. So <laughs> I'm, just, I'm writing it down so I don't forget next week. So I want that to be your prompt, a night at the speakeasy. Okay, that's the prompt part for it. But you can write any poem. That doesn't have to be in there. I just want you to write something to somebody in the community or about your experience here or how it has changed you or the things you've learned or how much bullshit you think I talk when I just won't shut up. I don't care what the poem is about, you know. Someone get some duct tape for that girl. I don't know. Whatever poem. I just, I really want, I think I really need that this year. I want to know what all of this has meant to you over the last 17 years. I want to know what it means to you. So pull out the nostalgia. Think about this community. Think about all the things it brings to your life and uh, to hear those poems. Or if you just want to write something to read on that night, you don't have to write a poem. You can just write a little, hey, this is what I want to say. If you don't, you know, if you want to thank somebody or talk to them about inspiring you and you don't want to write in a poem form, just write it out in a little paragraph. I'll let you read that. I don't care. I need that. All right. So closing this out, I'm going to run through this week's prompts again very quickly. One, oppression is worse than. Two, the mask we wear daily. Three, puppy shirt. Four, morning of my passing. Five, the revolution can't be televised. Six, can we talk? Four, my dog is cooler than you. Number eight, next town over. Nine, things I would do if I were a frog. Number 10, woke up on the wrong side of history. 11, as is. 12, end of never. 13, crumpled paper. 14, don't touch me there. And 15, toilet paper poetry. Those are your prompts for the night or for the week. Remember, as food for creative thought, we are focusing on reading, 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 or living, living, living. You are what you eat. That includes your brain. You must have input in order to have output. So go out, experience new things, pick up a book, read. Reading is so important. It's so easy to do. You know, take the guys, you know, sit in the bathroom. You know, you can't multitask in there. So, you know, keep the book in the bathroom. Stay in there for a half hour. Read. You're safe. You're locked in your little bubble. As our writers discipline, every day we are seeking to go out and write a haiku poem. Haiku poem is three lines with a 575 syllable count on those lines. Each day, in all of your rushing and rushing and rushing and rushing, and I need to do this for this, and I need to do this for a dollar, and I need to do this because it will make them happy, and I need to do this because they're mad, and I need to, I need to, I need to. You're running around so controlled by the I need tos that I want you to take 17 syllables worth of time out of the day for your I want to. Your entire day, you give away so much of yourself to everybody else. Give yourself back those 17 syllables. Make that part of you worth that and important enough for that. Carry a notebook with you, a little pad and paper. Write it down when you think of it. Because if you don't write it down when you think of it, it's going to be gone. I woke up this morning, in my dream, I was writing a haiku, and I woke up, and it was freaking amazing. I remember in the dream going over the syllable count, and it was perfect, and I jumped up, ran out of the bedroom, came into the, my office, grabbed a pen, and by then it was gone. I couldn't remember it exactly. 
fast they can be gone. So write them down when you think of them. Stop, stop, stop in the middle of your day for 17 syllables and then go back chasing everybody else's needs. But give that to yourself. That's why this is called a writer's discipline. It is something you have to make yourself do for you. All right? So write it down, even if your syllable, if you can't give it 18 seconds, 18 syllables, that's fine. You can't, you know, if it takes you one minute to write this down, you know, if you can't do a minute in one second and you have to go back later and fix that syllable count, that's fine. I don't care. The point is just to get it down when you think about it. All right, you guys, that is it for this week's edition of Inspiration from the Inkwell, our mini workshop. Remember, if you missed anything, you can come back after the show is over and re-listen to the beginning of the archived podcast and write down whatever it is that you missed okay all right so i am going to play a recording and we always start and end every episode with an audio track from one of you the poets and if you would like to have your piece played on the air i'm going to be posting this again soon because it seemed to get a lot of a lot more attention when I did it that way. But if you're interested in having your track played on the on the show, you're welcome to email those to me to the T H E the Speakeasy Cafe at gmail dot com or message them to me on Facebook and I get them downloaded or send me a download link and uh, we get those uploaded to the show and play them for the world. I'm really tickled that Jimmy Ray Davis sent us in a new track this week. And so I am going to be starting the show with that one. And he was worried that it might be too much. I want you guys to listen to it and see what you think. And I'll tell you afterwards. So this is Jimmy Ray Davis with The End Is Near. Here you go. The end is near. The ringing in my ears. A cacophony of destiny. And it scares the hell out of me. My ears ring as I hear the men sing songs that never came before them without an ounce of shame in a public forum. I hear the righteous blathering to their misled flock while the hands on the doomsday clock spin madly. Sadly, I stand in disbelief at their hateful sermons referring to those who deny their Christ as being possessed by demons. I hear lawmakers fueled by the business of money. No bread and honey, just indignant fear of a true compassionate voice as they readily discuss execution as an answer to a woman's choice. Banning books, rewriting history, my eyes have seen the glory that I'd never thought I'd see. Church and state thrust together like cellmates. Nazi mentalities, Fourth Reich has come home. Maybe they should ban thy holy tome. I hear the craven catcalls to take medical care away from children. Children, damn it! They would feel justified to have them die simply for who they are and how they identify. In God they trust, 
He with thy fattest billfold. It's all about money, honey. All about that gold. Selling souls as lives smolder. Yeah, onward, Christian soldier. I see children dying just for being at a school that is supposed to teach right from wrong. Mass shootings more common than days of the week. And they have the audacity to champion guns of every fucking caliber. A trip to the bank with an AR and anti-tank. Time for a little exposure. They need to read that Second Amendment a little closer. Ever wonder why the clergy escapes accountability when children are misused in their care? Money! Sunny skies will not touch the issues of helplessness, homelessness, and disease. Oh, please, tell me you know why. Separate the salt from the spit. No money in it. The end is near. Can you hear the dying wind? They are lining up to line us up. Maybe that's really why they want those big guns. That was Mr. Jimmy Ray Davis. Absolutely amazing piece. I don't personally don't think that it's too much at all. I think that was pretty awesome. It's hard to speak the truth. And it's hard to speak your truth because there's so many, I don't want to say the word Karens, but there's so many people out there ready to jump on anything you say, you know. And I, I, for one, you know, I, I don't care what someone's beliefs are. If someone can stand proudly in their beliefs and take conviction in it, then there is a lot of strength in that. You know, at least they're heard. Okay, so I absolutely love that piece by Jimmy. I applaud it. All right, now, so, dun, dun, dun. What comes next? What could it be? I'm not sure. Wait a minute. It's you guys. The poet. It's you. Now everybody comes to life. Now they get excited. <laughs> okay, shush you guys. Oh, there he did. All right, so. The number to call in tonight, again, if you would like to call in and read, 646-595-3965. That's 646-595-3965 if you would like to read tonight. If you are on hold, this is what you can expect. We do take callers in the order that you call in. So that you listen sure that you listen for your telephone area code. When I bring you on, please introduce yourself. It's vitally important that you have your name attached to your work and that people know who is reading. So I don't get bombarded with messages saying, who is this, who is this, who is this, and I can pay attention to what you're saying. All right, so yes, introduce yourself when you call in. Very important. Then next, you can read... Let me take a look at how the lines are. Okay, you can read two um, regular normal poems, or you can read one long poem, or 
like a medium long poem and a normal poem. I'll try to keep my chatter down so we can get you all in. All right. So anyway, yeah, two poems to start out with. And then please remember when you are done reading to give out your URL. It's all fine and dandy to say I'm cool and you don't need to find me, but what if they do? You know, you need to start building a way for people to follow your work, for them to get to know you better, all that good stuff. So, you know, if you're so inclined, let people know how they can find you. <laughs> and then remember, we have a mature rating, no adult porn poems, no hardcore erotica, no bumping body parts, please. Other than that, you guys are good to go. You're, we have a mature rating, so you're bound to hear just about anything on here tonight. But you, we, you, we don't have we, we don't have a adult rating, so you will not hear any porn poems. Other than that, we're good to go. So I'm going to give the lineup so you kind of have an idea of where you're coming up, and I'm going to read down through this. We have 503, one of my 503s. You don't have your hand up. Make sure you press one if you want to read tonight. Otherwise, you're going to be on there forever. If you guys are here listening, Martha, I see you, Pam. Uh, if you're just listening, appreciate it. Thank you for being here. You're amazing, and I I know that you're going to uh, enjoy the show. If you change your mind anytime and you do want to come on and read, just press 1, and it'll alert me to the fact that I can unmute your mic. Right now, we have our first caller of 702, followed by 573-850-832-419-219-779-346-860-815, and so on. That kind of that kind of gives you guys, guys an idea. I figured I'd run down a little bit further. Okay, so let's go ahead and bring on 702. Welcome, welcome, and thank you. Hello, Nyla, Jimmy Ray Davis, the word machinist at the wonderful, the luxurious Speakeasy Cafe. <laughs> welcome to the a show, place, my dear. A place where we can share our thoughts without judgment, without repercussion. Um, I appreciate you playing the, the track. Uh, I wanted to, one little note on that. Um, and what, I agree totally what you said, uh, and this is a great forum. Um, anything that you have to say, if it's, an, you know, if it's an opinion, if it's something that you really you feel strongly about, maybe it's based on an emotion or whatever. Uh, one thing I'll say about that particular piece Everything in it is fact, and um, and I love a good debate. If if anybody wanted to challenge that, then we can do that. But what people need to realize is is that there's something else out there, other than social media platforms. You know, other than some random guy on Instagram telling you a fact. There are uh, congressional bills that are viewable by public. There are things that are being trying to be introduced into law viewable by by the public. Um, do your research and you can find out what's really going on out there. I warn you, <laughs> it's, some of it's pretty scary. But um, anyway, I do appreciate um, you and the Speakeasy Cafe, of course, for being a venue to air that piece. Well, I think that, I think that if someone takes issue with that piece, Jimmy, it's going to be you know, like for political reasons. Well, we're the, over here on the, you know, we're in these rumble jackets and we're over here in our gang colors and, you know, that's what all, all that's all well, political parties are to me right now. It's just, just a big gang war. But if you take the politics out of that piece 
if you take your personal opinion, I'm the left wing, I'm the right wing, I'm the what the frick ever, neither one of you can fly without the other, so just meet in the middle and shut up. But anyway, if you take the politics out of it and you listen to that poem and just listen to what you're asking the world to do, it's spot on. You know, there's nothing in there that needs to be a political issue. This is just a good, <laughs> a good way to be. A good way to live, a good way to, you know. And it's not, and, and you're right, and it's not even um, necessarily the political slant. It's the uh, extremism and, uh, you know, for example, and I don't, and I didn't, when I posted that one, it, it people kind of, for the most part, shied away a little bit. I know people get scared when you start speaking truth, but, um, but the reality is, is that, um I knew I wasn't going to have any problems uh, when I posted it because it's kind of one of those pieces where if you're opposing anything in that, then you're basically saying any of the injustices, any of the outlandish stuff that I highlighted in that, then you, then you must be for it. I mean, there's, there's like, you know, one, one side or the other, political or not, you have compassion, you don't, you have love, you have hate, you have, I mean, there, there are emotions that rule us and rule what we think and what we believe. Uh, it's like my uh, Rashi, uh, the one about Rasheen Carter, the one I did about the, the man who uh, they, they still haven't figured out what happened to him. Obviously, there was a ra- racial slant to that. I had one guy on TikTok try to blast me over that, and so he basically called himself out as a racist. <laughs> I didn't have to. I didn't have to reply to him at all. He did himself in. Um, but anyway, I hope you're doing good tonight, Nyla. I don't want to get off into that tangent. I just want to have a good night with my favorite, favorite stand-up open mic poetry venue host you well thank you and i think you'll like this first piece now you're doing good i am you are i mean you lost your pen you almost canceled the show i i i, just, I applaud your your courage and ah. going on with it and you found a blue pen you know it i i if it wasn't the fact that i finally came across a new pen a good pen I, I don't know that if I could have done it, if you guys, you know, are on, if I'm being honest with you guys, I might not yeah, have been I, able to do it. I don't think you totally are, because I think you would have done it. But um, I think you'll like this first piece. I'm, I'm, I'm going to give you one uh, new poem tonight. I will be releasing this video tomorrow, so this will be a speakeasy exclusive. Nobody's heard it. Nobody's read it except for Missy. And then an old poem. And the old poem that I'm going to do after this is a Thanksgiving poem, since there will not be a Thanksgiving show. I figured what better time than to do it, and this is back from 2007, and that one is uh, coming up next. But right now, this is a brand-new poem. I think most of us can relate to this. I think this will finally be some common ground for most most of us. And it's called Poetry is You. If someone tells you that what you write isn't poetry, (laughs) tell them you lost your watch. And anyway, you wouldn't give them the time of day. If someone tells you your poetry is unrefined, sing Blue Yodel number nine. They'll never get it, though they think they got it. That albatross, albatross around their neck will make the mariner blink. A piece of your soul is in every word. Our voices are so unique. Poetry is you, not what you read last week. 
Your deepest emotions need not follow structure and form. We bleed and paint the walls with it. We spew and fume, slinging ink as a passion. We will never compromise, be it aria or whispered lull. We need not their approval and peace. Wow. That was awesome. Thank you. That was was awesome. Well, I appreciate it. I I just, we don't see too much of that. We saw a little bit of the MySpace days. You get the pretentious folks every now and then. This isn't poetry. This guy's rhyme. It's got rhyme. It's got to be informed. It's got to be, you know what? What, what was the spectrum we used to use now on the early shows we used to talk about? Dr. Seuss to Shakespeare to Walt Whitman. I mean, everything within that spectrum, anything that comes from within that you write as poetry is poetry. Is it all great? Uh-huh. Is it all going to get published? Is it all going to be loved by everybody? Maybe not. But it's still poetry, and it's part of you. And I guarantee you there's going to be someone out there who really likes it. Um, so the next uh, the next piece, I'm going to have to jump into character real quick for this one. This is um, it's, I was in, when I found one of my, my old MySpace poems that I stumbled upon. Oh, yeah, i got to read that. And um, I believe this might be a true story, but I wrote it so long ago, I don't remember if I actually read an account and wrote a poem about it or, or not. But um, I'm going to take you now to cell block 17. And uh, I want to tell you about the story about, uh, I mean, you know, prisoners don't eat very good. You know, they eat a lot of slop. Actually, it's called, it was uh, known as scrapple in Alcatraz terminology. They had their own name for it. Really just mystery, meat, nasty, whatever. Well, finally, these folks, well, Thanksgiving's coming up, and they were going to get some turkey for dinner. And that's what it's called, turkey for dinner. Well, it's Thanksgiving on cell block 17. Outside, the snow falls like an old postcard dream. Nothing is wrong when things feel right. And we're having turkey for dinner tonight. Earl smuggled some smokes, passed them around. The warden brought a radio for some holiday sounds. I might be here in prison feeling all right, because we're having turkey for dinner tonight. I wrote a new poem called An Innocent Man. I hope my parents read it and maybe understand. I'm not a bad guy, just confused, wrong with right. And I'm going to have turkey for dinner tonight. We all got a new book about pilgrims and such, but I must admit that I don't read too much. I would love to gain freedom, but I'm in for life. But it's okay. There's going to be turkey tonight. You said that you'd see me on Christmas Eve. I love you so much, my sweetheart, Louise. I dream of your touch and long to hold you tight. I'll think of you as I eat turkey tonight. Uh, The warden just informed us of some newfound bad luck. Seems there was an accident with our poultry truck. Some turkeys were killed. The big one, they did bite. Well, shit, we almost had turkey for dinner tonight. 
in peace. Oh, that makes me so sad. But not blueberry sad. Not blueberry, no, no, not blueberry yeah. sad. Nothing can make me blueberry sad. Uh, wanted to clarify that. Yeah, it's kind of a fun <laughs> one. It, it's melancholy, but it's kind of, oh, poor guys. They're finally going to get some turkey. But um, it's just, uh, it's fun, to, and you, we talk about this before, um, right from different perspectives. You know, I'm I'm not one. Uh, I mean, I will help anyone, any other poet. I'll always extend my hand. I'm not, uh, as far as my own self-view, I'm nothing special. I just do what I do. I like to tell stories, and I like to bring shine light on things that I think need light shown on. And um, But, uh, you know, if I was given any advice, and it's exactly, I think, a lot of what your workshop, your workshops, your um, prompts, and all the um, inspiration from the inkwell uh, is really there to do is to get people to step out of their comfort zone, you know, and, and explore. I mean, Dan, you're all poets. There's nothing you can't do. You got to realize that, and that's part of the fun of it. You know, you you, you have fun creating, but there's nothing you can't. There's nothing you can't write. Try it. Step inside cell block 17, or go down on the farm, or be in an airplane, or or whatever. Even if you've never done it, you can write it. And that was fun. It's fun to do pieces like this because you can kind of put your mindset there, you know, and then in that in that sense, really portray that uh, and make a picture that people can actually see and, and, and get all of the emotion out of it. Um, that's why there were other parts in this. He's thinking of a sweetheart. He's going to be in for life, all the other stuff. But anyway, a lot of fun. Well, it was amazing to hear. So good job on that, Jimmy. Well, thank you so much, Nala. I appreciate it. The show must roll on, however. I'm Jimmy Ray Davis, the Word Machinist. You can find me on Instagram or TikTok under the name Word Machinist. On Facebook, my poetry page is Jimmy Ray Davis Poetry. Come on by. Nyla, thank you so much. I want you to have a wonderful night, and we'll see you in two weeks. Yes, unless I get bored, not that I get bored, unless I'm here and, and am able to do a show, then we will do it. Okay. Case, I'm just uh, sitting around. I got nothing better to do, guys. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want you to. I want before I go. I want you to promise one thing for for if you nothing else on Thanksgiving. Two items must be included: prison turkey and blueberry pie. Oh, jeez. Poor blueberry. <laughs> Love you, Nyla. Love you too, sweetheart. <laughs> We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code three seven or excuse me, five seven three. three. Five seven three, you're on the air. (laughs) Mm, Hi, Milo. Hi, sweetheart. How are you? Yeah, fuck. It's life. It's life. I'm not okay, but I'll be all right, you know? It's okay not to be okay. You always be all right. So in that, in that form of fashion, let's get the business. I got two new pieces for you. And, you know, they're my kind of pieces, so um, let's get to it. If sleep were fitting. I didn't want to know the optimist died in me. 
So I made smoke of flesh, a lovely color of blue eyes. I'm endeared to my severance, watching you slowly kill the premonition of a fruited life, dire your wicked garden. Such a painful gain, my cornerstone girl, to edify the only work through seed. How lonely. Your mind must have went aside from what you did to me. Still, in the amusement of living hard, in a falsity of good, simply falls on what you've done to me again. Near 3 a.m., and once again, it's cold and lonely. Doesn't no worry, like what was once my fault. Sometimes I scream because I can't sleep. I'm lonely, baby. Region washed away a long time ago. I've had nothing so long. I believe the moon goes moon when I sleep tranquil minus your screams. The rain front washed away the lonely. However, refused I be in thrust. You believe life was stuck on this use. Hung not. Happiness of stains like flesh. I'm scared that what I drove in you will lead me again aimless. As weird fishers of thought, when I get stuck in the knot, what if I had stopped? Pointless oceans can't fill what if regrets burn my eyes and I lost trail of where I should be. I can't stay loving crazy ghosts of you following deceit. Your eyes, they told me, same as the cold smile. You're gone. I won't follow destruction in everybody's name of love. I can't get rid of me and the ocean I've eaten. Who's fishing? You're sinking. Sinking. Beats within my heart, rooted in memory, as the muscle gives way to my greater good. So I recognize you were fishing. Scraping the bottom of my escape into jazzy drug-induced retrash from the gap of your indifference. Itchy. Tells me what is bothering me. I forgot. You were fucked up incantations of lover's scorn. Drawing drunken slurs on glossy lips. Hey, I forgot. You're always right. I contemplate that life. Under placentas of a heart-shaped box, I gave in to your fear. I swear, I'm so dubiously conflicted. How it was, you were right. I lost my sight. Fucking right. Cut the endeavors to the left and the right. I took Nirvana in my cerebellum, strike the white of my sight. Variously devised in the pinky, I swallowed left of my brain's doubt. Splendor and oblivion minus our rendezvous, burning worker stalemate, painful reminders, torn, walls clipped. I vomit rinds of ginger edifice absent my bravado before I met you, your callous stalemate. Your folded pretense, uglier than Joe, gunked in a blender of coffee dripping origami on pale persuasions alone. Pipe bed post delirium, I suffocate on sin. Swallowed and spun into a new oblivion amongst blue buildings. I need a phone call of an oceanic view of your diabrotic disease. Let me sleep.
fall on Sullivan Street when I knew people who really cared for me. Help me not fall asleep. I near the scent, the vines, just still devouring myself. I keep what away? Myself from me. Separate anxieties. It's 2.30 a.m. on a Wednesday. Can it? Yes, it's been more meaningless. But I'm not asleep in the new era of my apple so green. Attempting to meaningly direct me from what you suggested. I need bone and ash. Skeleton my field sweat. Of keys of a dead man. Out, please. I wish I could sleep. Fucker breathing. And peace. Wow. That there 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 was a, a lot of cleansing in that one. <laughs> yeah, a lot of drunken cleansing. All right, let's the next one. <laughs> well, you know, there's that too. <laughs> hey, whatever works. This is coming to ease. In silicone hush, driven soft, mad vibrations, derelict language, a better voice. Because that kind of mental rot has got cancer segments, drowning slurred rhetoric and the sediment of lost minds that we mind, invader, callous. No disclaimer. Funny the omit is a lie. But don't fly into jars, glass etched oblivion, twinkled, caught. Not tinkerable eyes that presume their overstated validation to approach my bubble penetrations aren't parlor tricks or bar fly floozies. I'm mad, but of course, <laughs> but not your typical Ed. I kick back in your windows and halls. Oh shit, dripping down my cerebral walls, the brilliance before me took notes to imply a finer mind was in the depth of a carcass. One nod. To new than organs, a mineral-rich sanguine beast. In the slaughter of beasts, as I do their bidding, I ask if you are part flock, feathers, or bands of ideology intertwined. My, how you don't know. Betterment begins with self-love. It begets peace. However, fucking fuck. I'm shuffling old files. What's left is mental exhaust of catastrophe's breast. Stroking rhetorical lines, drenching me at times, crying amongst lost tangibles. This is why we can have everything if we're good and do right. So bright, yet tragically dim at the little water hazard, handcuffed mentally. As sensuality was lost, as I lost myself, I was gone, fractured soul, locked inside on muted tongues. The only touch was the weather. I was standing or cowering for such long times, my hell no more. Treading new trails for the rest of my time as I find ease in myself. Bakery breeze and peace. Wow. Very intense, my love. <laughs> Roller coaster of life. <clears throat> <laughs> that bitch back and fucking write it. <laughs> Try that ears and write it and use more intricate glue because I lost my shit halfway through that. Uh, anyway, I have citizen spittle and guess what? You can't find me if I don't want to be fucking found. So hi, nanny, nanny, nanny. Love you. Have a good night. Happy Thanksgiving. Wow, that made me, that made me sad. I'm going to come find you now just because you said I couldn't. Lock your doors, son. <laughs> 
All right. Thank you, Sin. We will talk to you next week, honey, or two weeks. Unless I do a show next week. Then it'll be two weeks. Okay. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 850. 850, you're on the air. Hey, Ms. Nala. How are you doing? I'm doing absolutely wonderful. How are you, sweetheart? Oh, I'm doing all right. I've been on the road all day. I just got checked into my Airbnb in uh, Bloomington, Illinois. <clears throat> and, uh, oh, just, just wore out, man. Just wore out. Uh, you know, I missed, uh, I got a phone call earlier and I missed the, uh, your opening part of, Will there be a uh, Will there be a show on Thanksgiving? There will not be a show on Thanksgiving unless okay. Okay. something happens and I end up not doing the dinner. Um, then, if I'm home, okay. um, I am going to do an I'll do like an impromptu show. Uh huh. But as of right now, we okay. don't have one scheduled. Okay. Do you do traditional stuff, or do you kind of come out of left field with it? With with food. I mean, do you do traditional food? On no, no. When my kids okay. were smaller, okay. I did. But now it's things like, you know, I'll do, it's like a, I'm going to do a Nordic, you know, and it's going to be all finger food. And, you know, it's going to be a, a Nordic picnic kind of Thanksgiving. Or I'll do, which is really weird because, cool. you know, Thanksgiving. But I don't celebrate traditional Thanksgiving at all. Well, instead of a turkey, I'll make a miniature dinner and do, like, um, Cornish game hens and a tart and baby potatoes, so everything's little. I got you. Now, I've, I've, I have, not getting into it, but I've, I have a lot of mixed feelings on the holiday, too. and Or I have a lot of mixed feelings on the holiday. And anyway, uh it was always an issue in my former life in my marriage because I, I didn't look at it in the traditional sense. We would we would make the traditional stuff, and I always, uh, I always started the night before, and I, I always smoked a brisket. I like brisket. I like, I like brisket any time. Right. Uh, I was going to say every time. Turkey, turkey, gets, turkey gets old. But, uh, it's good, but it, it gets old. Yeah. Anyway, uh, uh, I don't have anything new. I'm kind of I'm, I'm still on a writing break, trying to get this book together, and I am my time has been just co-opted left and right. But I'm I'm on these next couple of days. I'm gonna try to get some work done on it. But uh. So here is something from almost two years ago. Uh, This is called You Won't Know My Name. I'll be the voice, but you won't know my name. Stubbornly pairing existence down to its naked skin. Its ghost pound on the hidden door. My key sharpened to a knife's edge. 
scorching my soul in yearning flame until time crawls off into the sleep beyond. Maybe you'll hear me from galaxies far away. I'll be the voice, but you still won't know my name. In peace. You still won't know my name. That was not that, that was, was not inspired by Star Wars, I promise. <laughs> was there a reference for Star Wars that I missed? <laughs> no, no, no. It just, okay. I, it, for 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 some reason, I, I said galaxies far away, and uh, uh, I, I really don't know why what possessed me to do that. But I was just in spa- thinking spacey and kind of oh. Uh, Kind of in one of those what happens when we die moods, that kind of thing. As one mm-hmm. does. Let's see. As uh, one does. Yep, as one does. Let's see. Well, I had one. Where's the, Jimmy? Jimmy read one about paint. Oh. I think he made a reference to painting the walls. So a version of this um, is going to be in the next book. And this is called Mix All Your Colors. I'd shed this skin if I felt like being brave and show off the miles on my soul since being expelled from a paradise of youth. Come mix all your colors and we'll paint these walls to cover the late night excuses we wrote in red. Then you can dance like a waterborne moon while I stalk the rickety boards of a freedom so fragile. In peace. What a freedom so fragile. Mm-hmm. I loved that. Absolutely love that. You're very welcome. Thanks, man. <clears throat> Hello. So I uh oh I'm try to I'm try to hang out and listen to the next next few listen as long as I can. I've got some uh I've got some stuff to to do here to live. I literally pulled up in the driveway. The code the host sent me was the wrong code. I had to sit in the driveway a damn hour with the neighbor staring at me till the dude answered me back. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry, that's the wrong code. Dude, okay. Anyway. But uh, anyway, I am am the captain, Rich. all my social media is Dead Society Poet because I lack originality. And uh, uh, most active on Instagram. I think Twitter, I refuse to call it X. I think Twitter is just about dead. Uh, there's a lot of my friends still posting on it, but there's not much There's not much happening on there. And uh, I might be about to let that go. But... Uh, uh, com. I have an Etsy store I have five books on anywhere books are sold book number six is on the way it's called The Silent Sound of Stubborn Colors 
dreaming with my back against the wall. And yeah, that's it. Perfect. All right, sweetheart. We will yeah. talk to you next week and you be safe out there, okay? Yes, ma'am. Y'all uh y'all have a good one and I will be uh oh you just dropped my link. Look at there. Uh or what is that? That is your link. Okay. For your Facebook page. Okay. Riverviews fifty two. Right. You. You're welcome. We have to tell everybody on the air. It's it's Facebook.com forward slash Riverviews 52 on Facebook. Wait a minute. That, that, my my poetry page is Dead Society Poet. What, what page oh, is I'm that? sending him your personal homepage, I guess. It mm. says Riverviews? I don't know now. Oh, I, feel, I, feel, I feel stupid. Hold on a second. What the hell am I? Either that or I've been having very strange yeah, conversations okay. with some when I don't know. No, that's <laughs> no, that's yeah, that's my personal page. Why the hell does it say Riverviews? What the hell is I don't that? Know. I don't know. Anyway, you, yeah, you that, work that, on a that, river that, and you have views. <laughs> okay. <laughs> wow. Okay. Well, and you'll find anyway, him, my, po- my 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 poetry page is Dead Society Poet, but oh. Uh, yeah, well, okay. Learn something I'll grab, new I'll every grab day. the link for that. Yeah, I'll grab that link for that for you for next week or next time. Okay. All right. Thank you, man. Right. Thank you, Rich. Have a good we'll evening. talk we'll to talk, you soon. We'll talk to you all later. Yes, ma'am. All right. Bye bye. Okay. Great start to the show. Let me get my little duckies in a row here. Quack, quack. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 832. No. Wait a minute. Where did, wait a minute. Wait. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Hang on. Where, where did? No, it's not you. Yes, it is you. No. Where Jessica go? Fine. Hi, Soldier Blue. Hey, baby. How you doing? Where Jessica? All right, Jessica. If you're listening, or Jimmy, you get a hold of Jessica. Let her know that she was in the lineup and she dropped. If she calls back in, I will grab her. As soon as she comes back on it, she won't lose her place in line. So instead, we have 832. Hello, Mr. Blue. Hey, hey, what's up, baby? How you doing? <laughs> I'm doing wonderful. How are you? I'm all right, I suppose. I was just going to tell you, um, just as a kind of a side note before you're going, uh, you know, you, when you're talking about that one um, um, prompt, uh, don't touch me there. Mhm. Yeah. Now you may you may remember this, and you may not. I don't know. I, it depends on if you watched any of the variety shows like um, uh, Ed Sullivan and things like that. But there was a guy who was a ventriloquist, and he had a parrot uh, that he would you know that was his uh, his uh, side man uh, for his act, and he was always saying. Don't touch my feet. <laughs> Don't touch my feet. Don't my parents my feet. watched the Ed Don't Sullivan touch my show. Feet. I didn't watch it. <laughs> and then, and then he was underneath the, underneath the, or I should say, the, the, then his his partner put the, uh, the the drop cloth over his cage, and he had a 
a, a, a female bird in the, in the cage with him, and he's going, oh, baby, touch my feet. <laughs> that's funny. <laughs> so, so like I said, that's where my mind went when I heard that. I mean, it was you know, like I said, it, you know, I, I can't speak. I can't speak for anybody else. But uh, that's that's like I said, that's what I was thinking about. You're why I said ninety percent because there's always that ten percent weirdo group, you know. <laughs> Hey, we have our own colors and our own drums, damn it. <laughs> we, we do. We don't care we don't care where you're going. We know where we're going. <laughs> Too funny. Hey. So uh I'm trying to I'm trying to look at what I've got here. Okay, this I think we're gonna I'll go with this one. I wrote one today that just really just kinda came like like, like almost like a well, it just kind of rolled off of the mountain, so to speak, like a freight train. Um, so it's, uh, it's kind of cool, though. I mean, it was just, it's not not used, not what I would call usual fare. Anyway, this is this one is this one is uh, this is a different one right here that I'm gonna that I'm gonna start with. Yeah, I don't even know what to call. It. I'm just gonna go with the first uh, first line in. It's called the road roads home. The roads home. The price of silence. The dust that rides the wind. Skim the taste from your skin of what it is to dream the ancient dreams. The sham of a sundown song. Too many telling tales while trying to hide the missing bones, the ones they try to deny. Well, here, things can't get lost. In the membrane hum of the dragonfly. The drone dream of sleep. Jean. The night rises, nocturnal heat, fireflies, soft vibrations of life. Bones shiver like light in the mist and fog of morning, catching the rhythm of an ancient day, home. Those who thought they had Roasted us over live coals. The goals they they have focused on. If God had told them they could have our lands. The twists and turns of Buffalo Hunt's joy with the expense of gold. And we wish to know why you would say that. Your God said you could take our lands. Why? Because we did not have a flag. Because we did not pray to your God. We did. Because our skin was not on the epidermal parallels of prejudice far from the sun 
and so not so close to being like yours. No. We as Red Earth do not believe you. We know how many of our people died in the name of, in chains of disease for the God of all with their hands in slaughter. Do not talk to us about your kindness. We have felt its lash too many times. The fire still burns. We come upon the season. We know what you call it. We know how we remember it. Red Earth, a season of bones, annihilation, manipulated, dressed up to conform with your ideas of a holiday. Oh, Nise, abundance at the expense of our extinction. Native blood ancestry, DNA, seeping, weeping water from stone. We are as ancient as the mountains we have always known by story and origin. It is illegal in some states to talk about these dead. Just so Connecticut about the Pequot people. 1990s laws on the books. Yeah, did you enforce this law on the Indian dead? Did they agree to participate with your God-given rights? Land by whose divinity? We see you with our divine sight, or maybe the Southern Cheyenne who are in their lap of this plan, remember Sand Creek, or maybe you're progressive and want to hear about the progress of the modern day and all the posi traction things you've done as improvements. Okay. All right. November, minus five degrees, high-pressure water hoses, fire truck extenders used for water cannons, surfactants, oxygen cutters in the water, cardiac events, envision concussion grenades, electrical tape, fragment grenades, November 2016, young female, her forearm blown apart from frag grenade. November 2016, backwater bridge. 
North Dakota, hashtag no dapple. D-A-P-L, in case you're interested. Any of this ringing a bell? Dig deeper than your usual media outlet. Law enforcement trying to blame young non-native female pale epidermis kinchaska for her own injuries. What the hell is wrong with you? Oh, we forgot. You uh, have that blank check. That God-given right to uh, take our lands. There is some graffiti that has never been erased nor nullified in thought in the wooden railings around Plymouth Rock. With time, the lettering has become smooth, weathered, cracked, as the spirit of them will never be. The legend is as stated. The founding fathers made landfall. They fell upon their knees and thanked their God. Then they fell upon the Aborigines. Kunkuluta, the good red road. The roads are open. Dreamers can still be seen upon the harvest path. Play the blood price we have paid shall be enough. Bleeding continues. You still want more, Rabin. We would be thankful should those with their hands deepest in our Heartlands, leave our blood buried in the sands thereof and leave. You say Thanksgiving about your God given rights to take our lands. It is. It is why we say we do not know your God. It is why we speak of the Creator. It is why we defy your love for us and your insane desires that we should be like you Should we live that striving life, it would mean our deaths. We would have to betray everything we are. Shattered bones and dust. More shirts here. More shorts here. 
dust to be carried by the wind. Our faces removed from our landscape, we shall continue to show defiance. We shall stand. When you think we should fall, we shall make sure future generations provide you with the knowledge of your misdeeds. We shall not fall. We who now stand before you, we shall speak until we cease. Then our seventh generation shall speak our dreams of light and life. We are the ghost road born walking our way home. In peace. Wow. I heard a couple of prompts in there. Oh, yeah. I thought you had to wait a minute or otherwise it was just going to come out all cursing. That was incredible. I'm really glad you read that tonight, love. Well, that's one of those things, you know, when we understand that, you know, there's all the hoopla and everything about uh, all of the events as far as like how it's presented before the public eye, so to speak. And there's a sifting point. You know, if you're talking about Thanksgiving for your family, Thanksgiving for someone getting a job, Thanksgiving for somebody coming back to health, you know, okay, cool. You start talking about the little pilgrims, we got a problem. Because mm-hmm. that's a lie. You know, you want to make Thanksgiving about your family, fine, we got no problem with that. Don't you try to sell us on that other nonsense. We lived it. That's what I think about that. Amen. I don't know if I used too much time for, for another one. No, go ahead and read your other one, but I need to, you to do me a favor. How long is it? It's, well, it's not very long. It's just, it's just you know, if, let's put it this way. I, I would rather hold it off then. I would much rather be able to give it some space, you know, to be able to read it the way I, I enjoy reading, reading my works. So, I mean, we can, I mean, you have, like, time, I, you have I, time to read too, because that one wasn't too long and we didn't jabber too much. So go ahead okay. and read the second one, but I need to, to okay. I need to email tech support. So while you're reading, well, I am going to be, okay. I am going to, the show is yours right now. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. <laughs> so just read okay. till I tell you I'm back. Okay. Now this piece All is right. called Ocean. Yeah, it's called Ocean Mother. Ocean Mother in a cheap disguise. Paper moons fleshed with eloquent lies, echo songs and sirens. How may I help you through the fires? Ember voices. 
ashen faces whisper in the fading light. The plush death, forest smoke rings, fingers pliant in the sediment of ageless dreams, the inset glare of those who vanish upon the highway. The muddy flow of time, thick red fibers shine, a ready gold. We remember the stories, the river, drops of journey, the lies we have been told as education on red earth. The paper moons painted truths when they ripen. They show themselves to be, reveal themselves as chosen, poisonous tripe. Men have chased her, chased her, tried to chain her five times into the sun. Me, Isolme, rise. Solar shackled songs driven slowly into the waves still cannot bleed Mother Ocean from the dawn. The sunrise gasoline we raised hands flecked with gold red earth we told them to stop they wouldn't listen so she sent out her saline cried sent her salted beings on a mission, and the queries of the ignorant and wretched have come back tenfold. Uh, we don't know why they're ramming boats on the water. <laughs> Maybe they're paying. Skeins of red ashen horizon. Depths of a sunset stain the open waters. Mother ocean rises again. A reflection of her other children. M M I W. Missing, murdered indigenous women. What? You thought the only indigenous females attached to the continent walked on two legs and were part of our species as human beings? That only. Those parts of life happened on land. Dare you be that short-sighted and ignorant. Ask that of the mother orca who carried her infant on her nose for 17 days. Oh, they're just playing. There are many such stories. Only a few documented by film or documentary, and none are truly recognized beyond being an oddity. Who do you think you are? God. Mother Ocean's face sometimes becomes diffuse with saline storms that dark stained with sorrow cover her body. You flesh, as you have never known it. Dorsal fins, crest waves, cut foam, lay 
entangled in the commercial refuse of industry that refuses to back down from their insatiated plans of decimation of what was never theirs. Lockjawed muscles spasming air and lifeblood amid squares of cutaway nets, the carelessness of the ignorant, the greedy, weak-minded. Mother Ocean sees them all, those with gender, those without. Death has no prejudice. Echo chambers of battle, survival, surge down, submerged terrains and canyons, light and shadow, sound not escapes it. The tableaus unfold. Desecration continues. The pages written upon salt encrusted bones where the dark skirted shadows immense rise to the surface. Do you not hear the agony upon the surf ripped wind? Elementals, deep sea healers, scuba, oh, deep as water, mother ocean. We are the ghost road born. We see all of the beings with threads to our dreams. We will take all of our relations home. No to Jonger in peace. Wow. That was phenomenal, sweetheart. Thank you. Yeah, You're very like welcome. <laughs> I enjoyed that one. <laughs> I bet. If I don't doubt that bit, we enjoyed it just as much. Yeah. Yeah, right then, and you can find me at uh, Facebook. It's Rape Wild at Facebook dot com, and underneath in parentheses it says Soldier Blue. You can find my some of my works on uh, my podcast at Red Earth One, and you can also uh, once I get things in a more finished format, you can I'm going to uh, post some links for uh, uh, Reverb Nation, and I'm going to put some all over there. Very cool. So, there you have it. All right, my sweet. <laughs> do me a favor. And between yeah. now and when you do that, give everyone your Facebook page once again. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, it's uh, Rafe Wild at Facebook.com. Then underneath in uh, parentheses it says Soldier Blue. Cool. And I put your link in the chat room for you. Thank you. You're welcome. All right. So if you get a bunch of friends requests, don't sit there and say, who are these people all trying to tell me? <laughs> I can't tell you guys how many times I've gotten a message from, why are all these people sending me invites? Because they like your poetry. <laughs> Getting all these weird invites from people I don't know. It's because you're on the show and they like your poetry. <laughs> Why are these people trying to talk to me? 
Well, I, I, will, I, will, I, will, I will give you the, the, the best clue that I can. One of my friends posted a thing on her page uh, saying, what is uh, the one thing that you would credit as being a healer for your mental health? And I said, not being around people. <laughs> Except for us, because well, we're there awesome. Well, well, we're just we're all like I say, but we're all over there. Again, we're all in that other, that other place, you know. So that's that's not that's not the same thing. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. <laughs> this is very true. All right, sweetheart. Great job tonight, honey. I appreciate it so yeah, much. Thank you, you Miss Milo. And don't forget, easy show. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, the, no, I got that. The I got anniversary. That. And I'll, I'll, I'll just say one more thing, and then if you can, you can uh, you know, do, it, do what you need to do with getting other folks on it. But I just want to say, too, because I just haven't remembered now, was, uh, you know, you're talking about your pens. Well, that's one of the reasons why I go with the, the, those Sharpie pens that come two in a pack. I mean, they're a little bit more expensive. But um, I like the way that they feel. You know what I'm saying? And that's why I call them. That's why I call them. Uh, call it writing with my gunmetal pen. <laughs> I. Uh, There's I'm a reason for that. It, I'm not just saying it. <laughs> I should get like a name. Everybody, tell me the name of their favorite pen. And we should have like a a, a pen a pen off or something like that so I can find the perfect <laughs> pen again. Hey. There you have it. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much. Appreciate Thank you, you more than you know. Yes, well, I appreciate having right. a place where I can come to be. Right. We're kind of awesome here, aren't we? Yep. <laughs> All right. We will talk to you next week, sweetheart. Thank you. Yes, ma'am. Okay. All right. Let's check and see if I don't see Jessica back on. I'm going to keep watching for her. All right. Our next caller comes from area code 419. I was trying to think of something clever to say, but I'm not that person. So... (laughs) (laughs) How you doing, Miss Awesome Sauce? <laughs> Hi, honey. How are you? Don't touch me there. <laughs> <laughs> that was great. That's actually the title of my poem. Oh, is it? That works yeah. for me. <laughs> Don't touch me there. Would you like to hear it? Of course. All right. Are you ready? Don't make me don't make me wait. But I got a message from an anonymous listener of my listener of my spoken word just the other day. And the message read something like this. Dear poet Rebel Jones, please. I beg of you don't touch me there anymore in that place. 
so deeply in my soul with these words that you just seem to roar, captivating the listening audience in a trance of forgotten ways. Perhaps I was just born in the wrong era, waking up one day on the wrong side of history. Well, I stopped in my tracks before reading on, because, well, these words that I read in this message seem to hauntingly resonate with my very thoughts. There was a time, you know, a time I was truly institutionalized and all that remained of the natural me was written thoughts on toilet paper that read like philosophic poetry square after square as if whatever human remains left in me was screaming out for release and help. Who was this man I once was and the thoughts such thoughts? So I read on as one simply must when captivated into such depth of thoughts and the end never, the end never, this is the beginning of the end of never ending. What? Exactly. And now I felt that I had just fallen into a darkness and avoided confusion, surrounded with eerie sounds and there were crowds of disembodied laughter and voices as that began getting louder, something or someone began stoning me with hardened, crumpled paper, and then the light turned on. And each laughing entity was given a face, and each face that laughed and filled me with shame and disgust was each mask I wear when I feel that I must. Oppression of others is a terrible thing, but truly a travesty when one oppresses one's better self. However, tomorrow the sun shines once more where I can give a moment of silence to mourn yesterday's self, a passion of sorts, a time that can never be again, and I can put on a happy shirt and a smile and go out into the great big world and thank everyone I see for waking up today. And by the way, my dog is cooler than you. Can we talk? And I just don't mean talk about politics or sports. I mean, let's travel deeper and farther into childlike thoughts. I want to know, what would you do if you were a frog? Or what if I asked you, my new friend, to travel with me to the next town for some coffee and lunch, and then we'll gather some more interesting people, you know, the musicians, the painters, the poets, and the sculpting hands that shape still life, the music used and pens enchanted. Now, getting back to that individual's letter, it read, don't touch me there anymore, as if you had stepped into my carcass and felt the things that I felt. Well, doesn't this individual understand what it means to truly be an artist? It's our very duty to touch you there as deep as we can. It's our duties to create something that will be someone's everlasting memory. Sincerely yours. Peace. Wow. Holy moly, moly goodness. <laughs> that was awesome. Thank you. You used oh, all those prompts. I'm so proud of you. I'm shaking right now because that was the first time I was able to read that through out loud. <laughs> <laughs> it gave me a crazy feeling. <laughs> it touched you there, did it? It touched me there. Oops. <laughs> Oops, I did it again. <laughs> so I do have one more piece if you allow me. Please, yes. 
and it's also new. And um, I wrote this a few days ago. Um, Clarence and I are collaborating on this. It's called Repentance. Repentance. The phoenix rises from the pain after self-forgiveness. The heart once hardened softens in remorse. I'm treading backwards on a twisted course just to go a few steps forward. It's a long journey when enwrapped to self-evolution. Forgiveness, soft and whispered confessions, lost in the echoes of our indiscretions, our wrongdoings that once held weight when connected to selfish, ignorant reasons. No excuses, though, just reasons. We're way past lying to ourselves. Repentance is more than regretful feeling. It's deeper understanding the consequences that follow actions. More than the abyss crossed in the sands of time is the mere held to our lesser deeds. Warnings took to our heart where the soul existence speaks. And you lose a little bit of it each time you go against this gut-wrenching pleas. I've been a sinner all my days, and that can never change. But I can get a little closer to that unreachable place and leave this plane the best version of me I could be from this point in my life. But none of this is achievable without repenting and acknowledging the past. Peace. Damn. That was so powerful. Thank you. When did you say that one was written? Or did you? Um, about two days ago. I might. I don't know if I wrote it yesterday or the day before. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. Thank you. You are um, that'll welcome. Be, that'll be put to music soon. Um, Clarence, after I record for Clarence, he'll put he'll put music behind it, and he'll, we'll have a collab song out um, with with that prompt of repentance. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I love when he puts music to our stuff. Like we're all over Mixcloud and SoundCloud and YouTubes and stuff. <laughs> it is really cool when someone does that. I've got a couple in fact let me close the show with one of them. I've got a couple of pieces that someone has put together to music for me. And it's really something insane to hear something of yours that you've written well, and have like, someone for me to hear myself without music I'm just reading poetry but then Clarence does something that he's so magical with and puts what he puts what he puts behind each poem and it just brings it uh, it gives it life it gives it breath you know it's, mm-hmm. it's, it's amazing what he does I do know. it's amazing what he does when we've got albums together, like my little rebel, my baby rebel, he goes to bed every night to a CD of my poetry that Clarence put together behind music. It's, it's a beautiful Aww. thing. That is a beautiful thing, little Clarence. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's so cute. That's 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 my that's that's my boy. I, I, I love Clarence to death. He's he's a very good man. And he don't expect nothing from nobody. He just does this because he enjoys doing it, and he loves working with other artists. So the dude, dude's amazing. He really is. You know, especially with everything that's going on in his life. You know, it's, it's not like he yeah. has tons of time to just 
throw around, but to you know, and, and knowing that to take the time that he does to work with poets is pretty amazing. Because mm-hmm. he does a lot of mm-hmm. stuff. I hear people talk about him all the time. He does. He's he's go go go. That man is the, that man is something else. I'm I'm blessed to have him as my brother. <laughs> mhm. Very Speaking cool. of, I am Rebel Jones. You can find me first and foremost here, down there every Thursday night with Nyla. And I'd be here next Thursday, too, because I don't celebrate Thanksgiving or any of these other cockamaniac holidays out there. Um, <laughs> I, I just don't celebrate holidays. It's, it's not my thing. I think they're all commercialized, and I think the origins of many of them are just from terrible, terrible places. So I'd rather just not partake. <clears throat> but merry, merry times to those who do. Um, you can find me mostly nowadays as of late because of the easy use of TikTok. You can find most work I'm doing on TikTok um, as Rebel P. Jones. Um you can find me on Facebook, Rebel P. Jones, just just regular old Rebel Jones, I think. Um, YouTube, Poetry by Rebel Jones, Madman Productions. And you're welcome to come to the big state of Michigan to find me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be right here, folks. If you can find me, Jones, you got me. <laughs> Nah, I shouldn't put that challenge out there. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> don't don't come find me. <laughs> that's, so, that's funny. <laughs> anyway, that's thank funny. you for waking up today, and thank you for having this beautiful platform for us crazy artists to be on. Well, thank you for being here, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. Yes, ma'am. All righty. We'll talk to you next. No, maybe not next week, but maybe next week. We'll see. Maybe, maybe. Right? <laughs> All right. Thank you so much. All right, Miss Nyla. Thank you again. I'll see you in two weeks. Okay. Bye. All righty. Bye. Okay, our next caller. Let me check. Jessica, I don't see her. Okay. All right. Our next caller, area code 219. 219, you're on the air. Hello, how are you doing? Brother O here. Hey, Brother O. It's so good to hear from you. What's going on? Oh, not much. I said this to listen to the show. Enjoying everything I'm hearing. Very good. Well, we are glad you are here. Thanks. What do you have for us tonight? What are you going to share with us? Uh, this poem is called Thanksgiving is Celebrated Every Day. I always look forward to this very special occasion. But Thanksgiving is one of my favorite holidays. On this day, I always enjoy spending time with my family. Watching the children helping the football 
all day long, along with the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade with the floating balloons. And as the Cowboys and the Lions play before sellout crowds, and for millions of fans watching all around the world, that's part of Thanksgiving is a great meal that I eat with all my favorites, which includes consists of turkey, dressing, cranberry sauce, sweet potato, casserole, and a roll, plus southern cake of property. Thanksgiving should not be celebrated only on the fourth Thursday in November. Every day that you are alive is a day of Thanksgiving. You should be thankful for waking up in the morning, resting your, your body, the activities of your limbs, having a roof over your head, food on your table, clothes on your back, your family, your real friends being in good health, being in your right mind, being able to work and having a steady income. And for your gifts and talents that God has blessed you with, if you are not thankful for anything in your life, something seriously wrong with you. You mean to tell me that you're over here complaining about what you don't have? Let me tell you something. Millions of people are suffering right now. Millions of people either worse off than you or didn't wake up at all today, and they would love to trade places with you. See, God didn't have to wake up this morning, nor did he have to do anything for you at all today because of his everlasting grace and mercy. He has blessed you to see another day on this side of the dirt. Well, uh, what are you most thankful for? I know for a fact that you're a blessed and highly favored brother. Would you care to share... With, with, would you care to share with uh, your listening audience about being thankful for everything you have? Very thankful for my real family and friends who are showing me true love and have my back and showing me loyalty over over my lifespan. I'm truly thankful for all my fellow brothers and sisters who have rocked poetry stages with me for nearly 14 years, from newcomers, rock stars, and legends. Truly thankful for all the doctors and nurses who were my extended family while I was in the hospital awaiting a heart transplant last year. Truly thankful for everyone who prayed for me during my one days in the hospital, classmates, my lawyer supporters, my church family, and the people of extraordinary talent family. Last but certainly not least, I'm truly thankful to have the best female friend who truly cared about me while I was in the hospital last year and a true queen in her own right. And a very honorable special mention goes out to several of my several of my friends who reached out to me every day and checked up on me. And they always send me daily words of encouragement. Truly thankful to be blessed and win six national spoken word awards. Blessed to remain faithful, loyal, and consistent to my spoken word ministry. And blessed to be a source of inspiration daily to everybody that I know. Plus, being an humble and faithful servant of my Lord Jesus Christ. Since receiving my heart transplant last year, I experienced a better quality of life and improved measure of health and strength. God, Despite not working a regular job for 16 years, God has always provided me with all with ways to meet my needs, and I never had to go without anything. Truly really thankful to have 
to live a peaceful lifestyle and be free from anger, hostility, bitterness, doubt, unforgiveness, hatred, and fear. I'm truly thankful for being the great man that I am today. And I'm truly thankful for all the abilities to make wise choices and decisions now that I'm nearly 50. I'm truly thankful for my haters and doubters and naysayers, too, because they are my staircase to elevation. I'm also thankful for all the, the all the, all those who said I wasn't gonna, not going to mount nothing because they are my daily source of motivation to achieve greatness, higher, higher levels of greatness. My dear brothers and sisters, sit down and really think about this. How God has been good to you this year and despite every and ask yourself this question. Despite everything that you are going through, what's going on in your what's going on in this crazy world right now, what are you most thankful for? No matter what you're going through, or what um where your circumstances are in your life right now, just remember, brothers and sisters, you can still stand tall and always be thankful for what you got. And boom. Always be thankful for what you've got. Too bad more people aren't thankful. Just thankful for what they have, right? Right. Yeah. That was a fantastic read, my dear. You definitely are Thank someone you. who has so much to be thankful for. I know. Mm-hmm. I know you know. All right, sweetheart, do me a favor. Tell everyone how they can come find you. Uh, you can find me on Facebook on Omar Brother Gathering and on Instagram under Brother underscore the Living Miracle nineteen seventy five. Uh, I'm uh, still doing my poetry and uh, it's just daddy progress, you know, and and uh, prayerfully I just be able to go go to other cities and uh, just. Show show people show people that you can achieve anything despite what you're going through and uh it is gonna expand my expand my platform doing book another do another C D and do a book, all that good stuff because now my time now to leave my my time now I've been been faithful over this for 14 years now. I just believe that all the hard work that I put in this craft is gonna gonna pay off big time with consistent support every week. Very cool. Well, we are thankful for you, brother O. We're thankful that. With everything that you've gone through, you've made it through, you, that you're still here with us. And, um, yeah, just know we are thankful for you, okay? Thank you. I get choked up sometimes, okay? Don't laugh at me. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, 
Awesome, sweetheart. All right, tell everyone your Facebook page once again. Uh, Omar bro- Brother O'Gatlin, and Instagram mm-hmm. is uh, Brother O underscore the Brother O underscore the Live America 1975. Cool. All right, sweetheart, I'm popping that link for you into the chat room. Bro O. That's my nickname for you, just in case you were wondering. There we go. All right. Dropped your link into the chat room for you. And we will talk to you next week. You have a really good holiday, sweetheart. You too. Thank you. (laughs) You're very welcome. And we will talk to you soon. Okay. All righty. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code 779. 779, my little darling, you are on the air. Hi. Oh, it has been. Mm. Hell, I'm back. Okay, so I sent you a bunch of pictures, which you probably can't look at, and my bird is freaking out because I'm talking, and it's been quiet this whole time. So if it gets too loud, tell me. Um, Okay. I sent you a couple of pictures. One was of my pen. We were talking about pens. I like six pages of notes here. We were talking about pens, and I was thinking to myself, calligraphy ink. Shit. My calligraphy ink dried out. That is not good. It, it dried out. I'm so upset. And I sent you a picture of my pen because I wanted you to see how pretty it was. Um, but I've had it for I've had it for a while. I just didn't realize I had my calligraphy ink that long because I've been dealing with surgery and going back to work, and it's just been a mess the last almost two years. Um, but yeah, no, I get the I get I get the feeling of the pen because the calligraphy ink. That's me. I want that. <laughs> that's that's the feeling I have. And then you were just like, "This is blue, and it's not the right pen, and we are all screwed, and the show is canceled." <laughs> the wedding is off, you know? <laughs> right? I'm not even kidding. <laughs> no, you're not. That's the thing. If I don't have the right paper, I can't even do poems on my phone. It just feels weird. But if I don't have the right paper and the right pen, no one's getting anything. <laughs> That's um, so funny. And then, and then oh, you hush now. It's not like I haven't talked all day. Jeez. Okay, um, let's see, let's see. We were talking, so I was talking about Ed Sullivan earlier, which was Don't Touch My Feet. It I don't remember me, that. Um, I was, my parents watched it. You don't I remember? I was, don't Touch My Feet. I didn't you don't watch, remember that? I didn't, <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't watch Ed Sullivan. No, that's okay. It's just, it was his comment that got me. I was thinking uh, a day and a half ago, I was talking to a coworker of mine. I work at Amazon, so we're all trying to entertain ourselves. And he comes at me with this old lady voice that sounds like she's eaten and smoked. And and I am emphasizing on that tone. Eaten and smoked at least four or five packs of cigarettes a day for like the last 40 years. And he comes at me with, have you seen my bird? And I pointed to his (laughs) shoulder just for my amusement. I pointed to his shoulder, and he goes, not my bird. So what is your bird? 
He goes, the blue-footed booby. Have you seen my booby? It's blue. <laughs> and and I don't know why that was that funny, but it was, and that's what um, that's what that comment reminded me of. Um, oh, let's see. I'm looking through my notes. Um, I wrote a short. Um, I do say a short because it's a short, short poem, like five lines long. You can laugh at me later. But um, I had written originally a poem called Sticky Note Poetry. Now, while I was listening to everybody read, it caught my attention that it was almost time for Thanksgiving. And my brain isn't wrapping around that. My brain is wrapping around my daughter's birthday, the fact that I'm going back to work full time, you know, (laughs) if I'm doing laundry tomorrow. Um, So I, I wrote a tiny little short called Tradition and admission. Uh, It says, ancestors' trauma resonates in our bloodline, the same cell that I call mine. From Hopi to Apache, this is where I come from. This is me. And yet so many go on to say we're free. Sitting around the table this year yet again to endure a bird which celebrated a falsehood descent. That is my short, and, and then some background, not my bird freaking out, but <laughs> some background is um, my, my one of my ancestors is Geronimo uh, from the Apache tribe. Terracawa. And, mm-hmm. and, and my, other, my other ancestor is from the Hopi tribe, and she is four greats, my grandmother, on my mother's side. And don't ask me for her name because I have no idea. We we can't find record of it. But we do have a picture of her and my great-aunt June. No, my great-great-aunt June. Uh, she had a picture of her in her living room. And I cherish that photo. I love it. Because, you know, you get to see your generations line up. Bird, I mm-hmm. swear to Bob, if you do not stop biting my ears. Have, have you seen your ears? <laughs> you be quiet. <laughs> there are holes involved in everything I know, and they change color, and they got some pretty things on them. No. <laughs> um, early in the show, you mentioned before I get into this poem, but early in the show, you mentioned that we should write to people that inspired us. Mhm. Right. Yes, for the uh, anniversary is, show. Yes. Is, uh, do you remember the last poem I wrote for our anniversary show? Do you know how, many, how old I, I am I now? Don't, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> um, the, <laughs> the, poem, the poem that I wrote about the, the different hats and walking into the, the speakeasy cafe, literally a cafe. Do you remember that? Mm-hmm. Do you really remember? Or you just mm-hmm. No, I'm, no, yes, I do remember it. I couldn't quote it to you, but I do remember when you're talking about walking into that cafe and all the hats. Yes, I do remember that. Okay, well, I couldn't quote it if you asked me, so don't feel bad. Uh, you zip it, miss. He's he's trying to quote it. It's just me. She's just me. She's like, <laughs> yeah, she's trying to quote it. Um, 
All right, let's see. We have papers on the floor, things so. Uh, so my poem is Sticky Note Poetry. Um, I'm getting sidetracked. The whole point to me bringing up the uh, the anniversary was that if Noreen is listening, I want you to know that I am so, so, so beyond sorry that I haven't gotten you your painting this entire time for however many years. I am literally looking right at it. And I'm going to send it to you, and I promise, and there is a there's an entire letter story thing going on that I'm going to give to you along with it. But I just want uh, to know you haven't been forgotten. It's constantly on my wall. I always know it's there. I just life is house. And I just, I hope you understand. And it just, it makes me so sad because, you know, one minute I could do it and then the next I need medicine. And then the next time I need it, I need food. You know, it, it's, I want to send it out and every time I get a chance, something else pops up right in front of it. But it hasn't been forgotten. You know, but, but my, especially Noreen, you know, life gets in the way. We all have humanity we have to deal with. You know, shit happens. We all understand that, you know. So you're fine. You're fine. You yeah, know, don't make apologies. No, I know. And I know. She, I know she gets it, but I want to apologize because because it's. I made this like three years ago, if not more. And it's literally just sitting on my wall. I'm supposed to send to Robbie. I swear to God, I probably told him 12 years ago <laughs> I was going to send this box to Robbie, and it's been so long I can't even. I've lost or something <laughs> happened to what I was supposed to send him. And I, I know, I hope he's not listening tonight, but I, it's been so long, I don't even know where it is anymore. So he'll say, are you going to send, yes, yes, I'm going to send, I don't even know where that is. I have to just like, find something Actually, else. I'll send it if I remember when I see it again. Forget. <laughs> <laughs> right? No, I know what he wanted me to but, send, but. No, I, but I just don't I have it. I just want to put that out there because I haven't talked to Noreen in a while, and. The last time I did, I asked for an address so I could send her the painting, and then a bunch of crap popped up. And it, ugh, lawyers. <laughs> um, so moving on to poetry because we're taking up people's time. Um, five pages of notes. From this one show, Nyla, this is what you do to me. Five pages of notes. I'm always buying notebooks. Um. <laughs> Uh, Sticky note poetry. Sometimes my daydreams are so surreal. I can feel your fingertips trace my collarbone. I can feel your hot breath on my neck. And your lips. They feel like home. The palms of your hands slide from my shoulders to my hips. It's that painfully delicious movement only ever hinting at what you want. Like water cascading over my skin, the sound of your voice is like soak. It's like sin. I get lost in a haze as the warmth from your lips lightly caresses my throat like my most memorable Shakespearean quote. I feel the heat rise in my cheeks and across my chest. Goosebumps trickle across my body, unnervingly my personal quest. From the roots of my hair to the bare of my back, where your hands now rest and your lips are grazing the surface of my chest. 
Your fingers are cooling against my still rising temperature. You trace the surface of my skin in the center of my back from top to bottom and back again. And all the while my breathing quickens to match your heart rate, interrupting my current mental state. I feel the texture of your fingertips slip beneath the fabric of my leggings. My breath hitches as you apply pressure to the dimples against my hips. Achingly sweet desire surges from your arms as you pull me closer to your chest, carefully grazing your teeth over my collarbone through your lips, ever so lightly tracing my scent with your tongue. And your jawline is covered in dale stubble. It tickles my neck in perfect harmony with the moist of your tongue and the cool wisps of your breath. I feel you lean into my body and your words call into my thoughts. A story I didn't expect to send off shock. You're breathing me in as if my lips are what creates your oxygen. Please hit the emergency button. And when you let yourself go, exhaling electricity into the nape of my neck, lightning crackles across the surface of my skin in a race through each muscle, begging my feet to turn around to face you in this tussle. Shit. This whole time the daydreams were true. Now what do I do? That's empty. Now what do you do? See, I want that is a really good example of what I talk about, about there being a difference between I mean, erotica is beautiful to me, and you can read erotica mm-hmm. on the show. I would have, I would have, you know, posted that or casted that in the category of, you know, romantica or erotica or darkest, darkest. Right. I knew it wasn't <laughs> overstepping. That's why I wanted to share it. Yeah, um, because it stayed where the mind goes. You know, is still right. that mind tease of a place. It's not. Um, you know, gone into the graphic place. And, you know, so when you get into the surreal, ethereal, you know, messing with your head type stuff, to me, that's erotica. And yes, very well. Like, how dare you mm-hmm. touch my neck like that? That's just not nice. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's all, those, it's cool. all those little odds and ends that nobody really thinks about because it all leads to sex, but... In the long run, that's the game. Well, not always leads to sex. Well, sometimes it's just a good. Sometimes it's going good breakfast at a Waffle House. You know. Wait, I'm sorry. What? Sometimes it's just a good breakfast at the Waffle House. (laughs) (laughs) You're like the syrup. Oh my God. The syrup coats my tongue like you could never could. <laughs> That's not a lot of it. That's Gina about the That bird is just killing me. Oh my god, she wants out, and I've had her in and out this entire time. Every time she gets locked in, she either closes herself in or it's my fault. That's funny. Of course, it's your fault. Oh, it's always going to be my fault. (laughs) I have some. It's my fault. Thank you. All right, sweetheart. Do me a favor. Have to tell everyone how they can come find you. 
you can find me on allpoetry.com forward slash scarlet letter, all one word, S-C-A-R-L-E-T-L-E-T-T-E-R. Um, I try to keep it updated. This newest piece is not on there. Don't hate me if it takes me forever to put it up there. <laughs> um, and for further questions, you can always address Nyla. She'll get a hold of me. <laughs> okay, get ahead in the same pants. They got mad in. You just take your time getting it up. Do what you need to do. Yeah. Let's go. Oh, before I go, my oldest. She started writing poetry. Oh, really? Yeah, she turns 13 next month. No, she's already stop saying that. You're making me feel very old. I knew you I when you were 14 know. years old. You hadn't even had babies yet. I know. When you were talking in the in the beginning of the show, I was like, she's talking about me. <laughs> I'm one of them people. <laughs> you are one of those people. Um. <laughs> But I just I, I wanted to um, inform you because when they were tiny, tiny little people, you said, oh, I hope they become little tiny poets. Well, one of them has. I'm so One excited. of them grew into it. And happy. I'm, I'm so stoked. <laughs> now I'm scared to read on the show because she knows about the show. <laughs> She's like, this is my secret place, and I shared it. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. My secret place. You can't right. come here. No, no. Yes, no, you're not allowed. Find your own. Um, <laughs> um, I love you, and I, I love you, Noreen. And, again, I'm so sorry. I haven't sent it yet. Uh, and now and I can kick my butt later for apologizing for, like, the 12th time. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be okay. It'll be all right. I know. All right. Can you keep me in the queue so I can keep listening? I can do that for sure. Awesome. All right, sweetheart. Thank you. Thank you, Mama Bear. I'll talk to you later. Love you, baby bear. I love you. Bye. Okay. Let me put her link into the chat room for you. Annabella. Annabelle, not Annabella. I'm trying to make you all Georgian. Annabella. Oh, my. I need to have some tea on the veranda. Let me grab that for you guys. I don't have that. All right. I can't put it up yet. I'll have to grab it in a second. Let's go ahead and get our next caller. I'm going to go ahead and give you the lineup as we have it right now. And I am really going to keep my comments to minimum because, and you can still read two poems, two normal poems. So, because I just get too chatty, I think. All right, so we have 346, followed by 815, 313, 832, 240, and 503 are our callers that we have for the next 39 minutes. All right, let's go ahead and grab 346, 346. You are on the air, Miss Amy D. Good evening, Nyla. Uh, hey, sweetheart. Mr. Jimmy been holding on because he want to hear these poems I'm going to do tonight. So I just, uh, he been holding, holding, holding. So he said, let me know when you hit the mic. So I just let him know. 
So I am, as usual, fabulous. <laughs> yes, you are. Wonderful, sweetheart. So, so what is it he's waiting have, to hear? Yeah, I have created two um, new poems that are a bit different than my usual brand. So uh, we shall see what you think of these. Uh, first one is called Fairy Tale, just simply Fairy Tale. As all good fairy tales begin, once upon a time in a far out land, found a deep and abiding love. Yet here in this God forsaken land, there is only hatred and misery, which it seems to be very much where demons live. I just know all these creatures who feed off such things will eventually suffer horribly. They may be in the driver's seat now, but life and, of course, God has a way of turning the tables and it will one day be them who suffer horribly. The Bible Belt is a joke. It's actually Satan's playland. Lies and half-truths are what is expressed in this hell on earth. Cations of the facts are poured out into the public domain. Money and sex is all the creatures dwell upon day and night. In addition to stealing souls from the unsuspecting, everything looks very beautiful and amazing. Yet look behind the curtains and masks, and you shall discover the darkest of hearts. Shadow creatures laughing and being entertained by the pain and misery of others. Torture and destruction is their toys. Demonic and vicious are their acts. Cruel and merciless individuals who form societies of evil. Stacking up the cash after selling tickets to the horror show. Jokes abound regarding how easily their prey fell into their nest of predators. It's a year-round event that has no end to its devastating effects upon the world of the underground monsters of the night. They are jealous of those who love and live for the light. Hearts turned cold so long ago. They have forgotten what love even feels like. Misery is how they obtain pleasure. Angels of glory and power roam around these dark corridors to locate and destroy those dark forces. Good over evil stories that are never ending and more true than many want to acknowledge. Only love can conquer hate, and only light can destroy darkness. Only angels can destroy demons, 
and only God reigns supreme in his sanctuary upon heaven's light. Satan and his followers have already lost and are forever banished into the pit of fire. Musings of Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, and peace. Scared the heck out of me. And, okay, well, you best hold on to your seat. Um, second piece is called Dark Fairy Tales of the Night. She was kidnapped and taken to another state and location, suffered through horrific circumstances and various injuries, drugged up and used by the evil wizard. She had great powers and wisdom. He wanted to draw out her powers to use to make himself powerful and strong. The wizard wasn't the average tightly, very mild-mannered individual. He used that sweet, polite way to gain access to many because they would drop their guard around him. He sized them up very quickly and found their weakness and used it against them when the time came for him to use them in whatever way he deemed necessary to gain whatever advantage he wanted. He maneuvered many into the various positions he was playing army, which actual human beings. His heart was cold as ice, and his veins ran with swamp water. He had no love within his soul at all. He even stole Dorothy's dog. He knew she had conquered much in the land of Oz. He wanted great control and power over humanity. His father is actually feared him and his army of evildoers, yet his plans were flawed from the beginning. God will never allow evil to win over right. Light always destroys darkness. He could kidnap her temporarily. He could cause pain and suffering for her, but ultimately her savior would make a way out of what seemed to be no way out for her. They watched her and laughed at her pain and suffering. They spread lies and gossip about her in an attempt to keep her tied down and away from people who would love her. They even called in a great dragon to blow fire each time she attempted to escape. His fiery breath would keep her from the exit and trap her in serious and hostile environment. She prayed and prayed day and night, awaiting her king to come riding in to eventually save her. Her heart longed for a king that's heart was true and pure, a heart made from pure gold filled with much love for the Holy Trinity. 
He waited and continued to survive all the various forms of abuse the evil wizard attempted to use. The wizard had several witches that he used to help in his evil empire. The witches were actually very beautiful and was able to make many men into their domain and brought doom upon them. Most of the fighting took place by night so they could easily hide during their ambush attacks. While most were sleeping safely in their beds, the evil ones would attack. They hide in the shadows doing whatever evil they can conjure up and decent, drinking people's blood, eating folks' flesh absorbing people's souls, these hideous acts of Satan's son went on for hundreds of years. This lady that the wizard had captured held the key to his destruction and that of all his army of evildoers. She did not know she had such powers until she was captured. Eventually, it became clear to her how best to destroy him and his evil envoy. How she brings about the end of his reign will be revealed later. To be continued. Musings of Amelia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, That was amazing. Wow. Very beautiful, sweetheart. Thank you. You're very welcome. Part two. Are saying, you know, they can't wait for the next installment, so um, have to wait. Um, I'm really going to have quite a bit to say for the anniversary show because there have been many who have touched me in, in significant ways, as you know. So, yes, um, I do know. I'm excited to hear what you come up with for that. Find me on Facebook under Emilia T. Davis, a.k.a. Poetical Angel Queen, uh, Emilia, E-M-I-L-I-A, D-A-V-I-S and you can find me on all social media sites and you can find me right here just about every Thursday night with Nyla. Yes, yes you can, right here. (laughs) Beautiful. All right, sweetheart, we'll talk to you next week. Um, That's it. If you're well, not busy, if I have a show, first, if I have first. a show on Thanksgiving, probably because you know, um, just me and and the dog. So, um, and my dog is cooler than most people. <laughs> yeah, I got that. <laughs> I love it. I, several <laughs> that I really like in those. All right. Well, have. Happy holidays, everyone, Um, whether you celebrate Thanksgiving or not. God bless everyone. Thank you all for all your inspiration. 
everyone is wonderful, has been wonderful, and you're all such a joy to me. So with that said, I'll step off the mic. Thank you so much, sweetheart. Great reads tonight. It was a pleasure having you here. Awesome. Okay. Let's go ahead and grab our next caller, which comes from Area Code. Oh, come on. I'm having issues with my board. 815, you are on the air. Maybe. 815, are you with me? Nella? Hi. It's Gina Storm. You know, I'm always talking to you. I apologize. Hey, Gina, how are you, sweetheart? Girl, confused. I just sent a text message to my daughter, and I said, did I cash app you and give you dollars? And she said, yes. I was confused because you never have cash. You know what I told her? I was looking for those dollars because I thought I lost them. But if I gave them to you, then that was their destination. So carry on. She was like, wow, only my mom. (laughs) (laughs) That's so funny. Only my mom. Oh, yeah. I used to tell myself all the time, ooh, I hope when I grow up I don't turn into my mom. Well, she talks to the TV and so do I. She wears caftans, a.k.a. moo-moos. I do too. Um, she's, I've always talked in my sleep, but she used to laugh at hers. She said for the last two nights, I was laughing so hard that I made her laugh. And I know she was probably telling herself, what is she dreaming that's so funny? I don't know. I woke up and I didn't remember it. But what I do know is this. I was well-rested. That's all that matters. But when my <laughs> daughter said I gave her the dollars, all I could say is, okay, good. I can stop looking for them because I got cash back twice. And I'm like, give my baby the money or did I lose it? As long as I know it's not lost, we're good. That's so funny. Oh, yeah. Good story. <laughs> Very cool. All right, sweetheart. So I cannot wait to see what you brung to read. Are you going to do freestyle or you brought something you've written this time? Oh, I never know wow. with you. I hadn't determined what I wanted to do until I got here. And I have people who are listening. Um, and they are poets and friends. And I don't consider people in the poetry community my friends. They're actually my family. Um, you understand that because you're my sister. Rebel P. Jones understands that. He's my brother. So I think what I'm going to do is something that I wrote previously. And the reason I'm doing that is because there are so many people who only know me from freestyle. And I feel bad sometimes. Like, I'm a poet too. Um, so I think I'm going to give you one of each. So I'm going to start with a written piece. Um, I haven't pulled it up yet, so. You can indulge me. I got to relocate. My mom, which is going to sound crazy when I say it, but my mom is on the phone with my real mom. My real mom actually was my godmother uh, because she and her husband were Catholic. And uh, when I got christened, they became my godparents. So I still see her as my real mom because we're more alike than we're different. My cousin 
Tanya, which is her daughter, is more like my mother than I am. So I felt like maybe we got switched at birth. I'm not sure. But, yeah. <laughs> so That's funny. My mommy's on the phone with my real mom. And she always says that, I'm on the phone with your mama. When my mother says that to me, and people are around who don't know the inside joke, they're like, I'm, I'm sorry. That's your mom. That is my mom. Kind of. <laughs> she raised me, but I feel like I was switched at birth. So, yeah. Um, I read so into a piece that I have never read anywhere, and it's um, it's a picture of a wolf. And it says, throw me to the wolves, and I'll return leading the pack. And I titled this piece, Dark Temptress. Dark Temptress. My werewolf's name is Dark Temptress. As if Gina Storm wasn't dangerous enough. Times are hard and getting continually tough. I'm always going to rise to the top. That's the thing about cream. C-R-E-A-L. Wu-Tang says cash rules everything around me. That's not my motto, but I still under the natural order if things had to be put in some place or some space that you could understand it. And I do, sort of. I was raised as a princess who would grow to be a queen, and I'm not dismayed. But several times previously, I was betrayed, and then it became commonplace. So I see treachery now written all over people's face. And if you throw me to the wolves, and you will happen to be one of my people, and apparently you're a fool, because I'll come back, leading the pack, an alpha female, you should know that fact. No worries, no regrets, just the knowledge of who to trust and who never to turn your back in peace. Turn your back. Oh, yeah. I love it. I love it so much. So that was my written piece, and my freestyle piece It's going to be, oh, my God, yes. So um, it's cuffing season. And for those of you who are single like me, you know what that means. That means that people who are looking for their other halves will be actively pursuing them during this time of year because you want someone to cuddle with when it gets cold outside. You want to hibernate with your loved one. You want to be half of a relationship because you believe that that makes you whole. That's not my case. So I titled. I was going to say, is, is it weird that I dream about going out and, and snow camping this time of year? It's like... <laughs> No, I don't, I don't, I don't want to go well, paddle. I, I want to go fish. snow camp. <laughs> look, look, look. <laughs> from, from a woman who likes to ice fish, no, it does not sound weird. It sounds okay. invigorating, and let's go. <laughs> okay. All right. I'll be we your We have a buddy. couple of outings um, that we plan, and one of them is to eat breakfast at a Waffle House. So that's on our list, too. Right. It is. So um, I use a picture sometimes for my prompt for my freestyle and this is my prompt for tonight I'm in a relationship with nobody I have no one I mean I got a cat her name is Luna but she's funny acting 
like that. There are days when I feel like she can't even put up with my mess. Sometimes I feel like she hates the sound of my voice or to even be in my space. So temporarily, she's living at my daughter's place. All I can say and think is, wow, I think she gets me. Like in a way that humans don't, really. So a lot of them think that I have this welcoming smile and these lovely eyes that invite them inside. But really, I'm giving them the side out. I don't have a welcome mat outside my door because I'm not a liar. You're not welcome. And I live in a gated community, so if you're trying to talk to me across the fence, I need you to be like a good neighbor. Stay over there. Don't engage. Don't try to talk to me. Don't pitch fool. Don't throw your hat in the ring. This is a new thing because this is a reality. See, I'm in a relationship with nobody. And if I had to have someone was going to be my other half, don't laugh. I'm serious. It would be my bed. I'm talking about that memory foam top mattress with the extra padding that makes it soft, cushy, and pushy. I just melt into it. I feel like there's a spot in the bed that my body has made a groove, and I just naturally go to it. And that's okay. I'll sleep. I'm talking about I dream in 3D with Dolby surround sound. So every time I close my eyes, I can't wait to see what the next motion picture is going to bring to me. I literally feel like I'm in one of those theaters where you can have dinner and drinks while you watch the movie. Mm -hmm. I'm comfortable, really. I'm loving this part of my life, truly. I'm not having any regrets because I would rather than with someone who just doesn't get what it is that I'm putting down. I'm talking about they couldn't dig me with a level even if they're attracted to me. I won't even pull out my level. See, it's going to be an imbalance because you're either going to give too much and I'm not going to give enough, or you're going to receive more than I get from you. But either way, the score is still the same. I'm in a relationship with nobody person that I love more in life than anything is me in peace. Right? Just like it should be. Absolutely. I didn't figure it out until, you know, I had to be a complete and total adult, like AARP old before I got it, but I got it. I, it finally sunk in. It finally sunk in. I got it. I got That's it. Funny. Yes, ma'am. I love so it. So I don't know if my friends are going to raise their hands, but I will give you where you can find me. I am Gina with an E. So I'm like inclement weather, but I'm sunshine on a rainy day. You can find me at Regina F. Brooks on Instagram, Gina Storm, Facebook, YouTube, Storm's Cadence on YouTube. TikTok, Tina Storm, Twitter, Tina Storm, Black Twitter, Tina Storm. (laughs) (laughs) If you're looking for me, just name search Gina with an E, Storm like bad weather, but that's not me. But know that if you're going to be looking for me and like to hear some fresh new poetry, a freestyle or something that I've written previously that never been heard by anyone, come to the Speakeats Cafe. I'm going to be here with my sister Nyla. Love you. See you next time.
Thank you, sweetheart. You did phenomenal, my love. Thank you. I love it here. <laughs> we'll talk to you soon, hon. Absolutely. Bye, babe. Bye. It's so hard for me not to want to talk. All right, next caller. Three one three, you are on the air. Wow, Nyla, it's been quite some time. Quite some time. Uh true enough. Wow. True enough from Michigan. How are you? How are you? I'm doing wonderful. It's good to hear from you. Yes, 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 indeed. So I'll start with a classic first. I'll reintroduce myself. I'm true enough. I'm from Detroit. I'm going to start with my first piece, Masterpiece from Detroit. Basically a story of what it was like through my eyes growing up in Detroit. Peace to that last sister. I like what she said. What she said, she said, uh, like a good neighbor. Neighbor. Stay away or something like that. (laughs) Stay over there. Uh Peace to that sister. Gina Storm, I remember Gina Storm too as well. All right, start piece. Imagine being broken only to be rebuilt. See, my faith has me tied together with the strength of a human being. I'm from the city where drug trafficking and Cartier glasses are somewhat idols. But I still love wrapping the stress and the pressure of having our own 22s or maybe 24s. The plateau effect of being trapped by the effect on a dresser. So cold and gloomy against regular competitors, I still shine. I was broken, but still still strong. Light skin and added swag from the Azaro Chrome Cologne. I was in a paradise, trying to overcome the visions of street politics and hustlers in paradise. Meanwhile, my people were dying over a pair of nights. See, when you evolve from the Urban constraints of being mentally restrained. You have a universal mindset. You become literally retrained. But that knowledge of how rough city life is is forever retained. Stuff never changes in the deed, but the sacrifices without consequence. People without common sense trying to purchase more liquor with half an idea highly be, would be highly unlikely in Kalamazoo. These folks are radical. Surrealism is realism in the city. But I love the D, the art, the music, the culture, the late night Coney Island visits. Still have my peripheral skin and I have an eye for suspicion. This is my masterpiece. My Van Gogh, my Da Vinci, my Rembrandt, my John Michelle Basquiat, my Andy Warhol, the mind paint me images even in wartime. That's wow. the first one. Right. Amazing. One be... Thank you very much. I appreciate it. Stop complaining. Stop complaining. Are you in debt, broke, no job? Stop complaining. Are you eating, sleeping, waking up to another day, no matter the Stop complaining. Self-control is wealth. Moderation is dire to your mental, physical, and spiritual health. So stop complaining. We take for granted the choices, the options God has given us. 
why immerse yourself in materialism to only live in the obliteration and self-destruction of yourself? An obstacle is being about things of unimportance. Stop If you don't know who you are, take time to find yourself. To the youth, the truth is in your initiative and your drive to see beyond the vision of the naked eye. Because the only promise of reaching that limit of the sky is faith. So stop complaining. Racial racial tension will continue. Facial expressions will continue to frown if you reach that But that crab in a barrel effect doesn't have to affect your progress. Don't speak of your accolades. Be modest. Don't lie to yourself. Be honest. For there is purity in the truth. Will you continue to let the ganja affect your time? Will you walk the treacherous mountain with minimal resources, dear? Life is a recipe if we are the chef. We accumulate our ingredients through our, our experience, our willingness to accept, ability to forgive, compassion for others, universal mindset to make that first-class meal of humility. Stop complaining and take control of what you utilize and compensate for what you don't. And that treacherous mountain that sows Are you there? I'm there. Did you say end poem? Yeah. Did you say end? I didn't hear it. I didn't hear that. I was like, okay, what was that? (laughs) Okay. Like, where is she? Where'd she go? Who stole Nyla? (laughs) (laughs) Honey, uh, even when you're not here, you're here. You just appreciate you so much being a part of our family, being part of all this with us. And, you know, I know you can't be here all the time, but it is really a treat when you are. You have no idea, you know, how much you mean to us here. So just thank you. And I'm glad you were able to make it. it. Ouch, make it tonight. I bit my tongue. Ow. (laughs) I've been meaning to get on here for a while, but I've been, uh, obviously, I work a lot. I mean, I have a lot of responsibility, but uh, I want to tease you with something else. So uh, real quick, just a title to something. It's called Life is Full and Your Spirit is Empty. So, um. I have quite a few things that I'm working on. I've been working on behind the scenes for a couple of years. I know I've kind of been out to mix. Uh, peace to everybody that's doing their work. You guys can find me on Instagram at, at true enough, that's T-R-U-E-E-N-U-F-F-84. You can also find me on Instagram as well. I mean, I'm sorry, uh, Amazon as well. Um, my work is on there. I have a couple books published and stuff. I'm just getting back into it. Glad to be back, Nyla. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Our pleasure, sweetheart. Thank you. That was great. Okay. So our next caller is going from area code. I'm really fighting with this board tonight. Okay, next caller. Eight, three, two. You are on the air. Hey, Layla. Hey, Uma. How are you, sweetheart? I'm doing great. Thank you so much. 
that I am here and back, which means that something is okay with me. Well, I am glad you're here. I'm glad you're back, and I'm glad something is okay with you. All of those things are good things. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Everything is okay so far, so good. So I have a poem because I don't know why I just wrote that title and then I was wondering, oh, my God, I wrote the title of my poem. Now I have to write that poem. So I came up with some cooked up something, <laughs> some kind of soup, and I don't know how good it is or not. But here you are, my judge. You be the judge. So, okay. Um, where am I? Where am I? Here it is. So this is uh, the post. Uh, my blog is poetry by umapochampalli.blogspot.com. That's where you'll find this poem. It's called Happiness Shirt. Happiness I wear as a cloak of colors. You will find me in plenty of colors, from indigo to blue, from maroon to beige, my shirt shines as I walk in the sun, meeting fine people at the event halls. I look happy. Greet everyone with a spark in my eyes. So is it my beautiful shirt that makes me happy? Looking pretty like icing on the cake, served, top, served with a topping, oh, served topping with a cherry. LOL, laughing out aloud. I hear someone, it's not a worry. What happens when you pour some sauce or wine? With a chuckle they ask, do you fuss and whine? I knew I would be so, glancing at my beautiful sequin tunic shimmering. Is happiness in the shirt or is it in you? There's no one or no place where you could be happy all the while. Most of the moments are like shimmering sequins. Some may be like diamonds, some just so rusted. I'm happy once I shed all my pretenses. Looking at the monarch butterflies and flying dragonflies, birds of paradise or nightingale, even robins or blue jays, they just wish me luck and keep flying by. Mystery solved, I thought, as the sequins shine once more. And poem. Oh, that was beautiful. <laughs> Thank you, Naila. I had to write something, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we always have to write something, yeah. Especially because I promised that I'm going to write, and if I don't write, that's, what kind of a day is that? <laughs> well, I think it was beautiful. So you have a minute for me for another, you know, few lines? Of course, yeah, you can do your two poems. Okay, welcome, new day. Waiting to see you once again. Welcome to a new day. Along the way, we paraded through ups and downs, sometimes plain old plateaus, words, world as it revolves, revolutes, making revolutions, causing turbulence, turmoil, and more revolutions and changing histories, 
over the millennium from one epoch to the other. Time traveling for men and women ever changing from birth to the cycle of birth. I look up as a bird waiting for the moon and looking to see how you always shine and bring rays of hope in the lives of all. And poem. It was written long, long back, so only God will know what it means. I don't know a thing of what I wrote. (laughs) (laughs) Only God knows what I was thinking, because I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) That is so funny. I love it. I think you did a great job on that, baby girl. Thank you. Thank you so much. So so far, so good, Naila. So, come here right? and I'm all happiness. And I don't want to take away the happiness once I go back, so I keep writing some things, whether they make sense or not. So the priority is that I write. Sense makes itself visible later. I don't care. Right. Maybe some people are thinking... What's wrong with her? No, nobody can think that because there's something wrong with all of us, so that doesn't count. <laughs> nobody gets nobody gets to judge here. True. I agree that's, with you. That's funny. All right, sweetheart. Wait, Tell I everyone how to find you, you love. Uh huh. I'll be there. On Naila Alicia's program once in a while when I'm okay to come and present. And if not, there'll be some work here and there that you may find if you look up my name, Uma Gigi, or uh, com. Actually, it is my poetry by com, And since it is such a big, huge, uh, you know, address. I shortened it in a different place. It's called My Poetry by com. So if you know Umajiji, you'll find me. That's about Very it. Very cool. <laughs> All right, sweetheart, you guys go check her out, and we will talk to you, my dear, mm-hmm. in a couple of weeks. In a couple of weeks. Absolutely. I'm going out for a holiday, too. (laughs) (laughs) Wonderful. I'm glad. I wish I was there while you were cooking because, man, I've seen stuff you've cooked. I want to eat your cooking so bad I can't even. Oh, here I go talking again. All right. I got to go. Bye. I love you, Uma. (laughs) (laughs) Bye-bye. Take care, (laughs) y'all. Good night, honey. Shush, Nyla. Stop talking. Okay, next caller, area code five. Four zero five four zero. You're on the air. Me two four zero. Two four zero. You do. You do know I'm dyslexic. Yes. Right? Yes. I was five four zero. Now I'm two four zero. <laughs> I'm so How confused. How you doing, Nyla? I'm doing wonderful. How are I, you, sweetheart? I'm still the same. I'm still the same person. I'm still the same person, right? <laughs> oh, boy. You know, I, and I don't get a chance because of what I do. 
I don't get a chance to come on the poetry show like I like to, but because I have to, let me tell you like this, you know, um, people want to get into trucking, uh, just just be prepared. Just be prepared to run. If you want to make money, run. Keep going. Um, push us, you have to push yourself to the limit, to the limitless. There's places that you never thought that you could go for, uh, uh, go to, you have to push yourself there, and you'll make money. It's a challenge. It's a challenge. It's a challenge yourself. What can you go beyond your own capability? Right. Yeah. Yeah. People can do this. Uh, anybody want to learn how to drive a truck? You can. You can learn. Um, you know, and, I, and I, I'm here to. Uh, I will guide people. You know, I want to help people. I want to help people get the CDL. Give all the information I can give them as far as who will help them, train them, everything, and, and what to look for when you're back in. Mr. Automatic Charismatic. <laughs> yes, it is. The one, the only. Yes. The original. <laughs> Thank you very much. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> um, I heard the freestyle queen, you know, Chichi in the storm, the freestyle queen. I, I call her that. Yes, yes. Uh, <clears throat> I'm going to do a freestyle. Uh, called Voices of the Earth. Okay. Okay. Therefore, I came here. Looking for a place and I could be free and see as a person. Whereas they express to me like I am nobody. They say, that's a shut up and be a slave. Working in the cotton field and splitting my hand. And if I could be free, maybe I'd take that chance. Where it is, I heard that Harry tell me. Well, she came with a plan to go ahead and explore that railroad. See, I want to be a free man. I want to be free. I want to look in the sun and let the sun shine on me. I've been working in this field way too long. Master wants me to do this and that. Oh, I smile at Master, but sometimes I wish I could take that knife and stab him. And he'd be gone. That's right, the voices of the earth. The voices of the earth, can you feel me? Rising and rising, that they felt the energy and the pain that was the suffering of the voices of the earth. Here is the time. Have you been to the mountaintop? Why are you going to the Korean War? When you're fighting a war just to be yourself. They look at your black skin and they hate you for it. Everything. 
why would you fight that war? We don't have to be bad. We don't have to do anything. We going to go ahead and not put our money to people that don't like us. Put your money right there. Don't put your money on money on Wonder Bread. And if you want to get to that place, march with me. Keep marching and keep starving for the truth. And we will be grouped. Voices of the earth. Many times and many dreams and many heights. We build our steam. Now I ask this question. And when I speak about the black woman, when I speak about building our own communities, and, well, others will have that kind of place in their heart and mind to want to build for themselves. But who are we are and what have been taught to us, what have been flooded to us, revolution will not be televised to open up your eyes. You see in your mind that you have to be wise, and if you are willing to hear the voices of the earth, the ancestors are the voices of the earth. Dr. King was a voice of the earth. Malcolm X is a voice of the earth. Nat Turner is a voice of the earth. Marcus Garvey is a voice of the earth. The Black Panther Party. Voice of the earth, we say that we ain't going to turn around, rotating back to where we were years ago. Have you heard the voice? Have you heard us now? When are you going to take time, America, to know that someday you just won't be able to ignore us at all because we are the voice of the universe? The sort of man, curse man, the little ticket is in a minute. I'm all in, five and drive. <laughs> fantastic, fantastic, fantastic job on that. Thank you. And I, would I am too, very impressed. You know, would, would you want me to do two? Yes, you, you, you can do two. Mm-hmm. Okay. There you go. In a place where you find yourself. Say that you are carrying a cart of your clothes. You smile. You live in a place where you call your tent. You sleep on the bed and you smile. Like you're the richest ever. And people look at you like, what are you smiling about? Why you pray so much? You live in the filth. Why? Because I know someday this won't be mine. I serve a higher praise. Trying to my ways of words of temptation and checking out the whole situation. Why do you smile? Why do you smile? Did you smile because you're so poor? And what's being poor when I feel like I'm rich? 
when I feel like the situation is going to change. You can look at me now in the shelter. Then you can look at me now in the mansion. You see, I am in this blessing of expansion. Why do you smile? I mean, it seems like you lost everything. When people felt like they turned their back on you, why do you smile? I've been here before. And when God blesses me, I won't go back into the land of dust ever again. So the man cares, Mac. They were going to take his in the morning if I've been dropped. And that was why do you smile? That was awesome. You know, it's, it's people run around all the time and they're miserable and they're sad and you know they don't they don't understand how everyone else can't be miserable and sad and happiness is a choice. It really, really is, and and you have more control over that than you can think of. And people don't understand that, and I wish that they did because they would be a lot happier. You know, that whole of life gives you lemons, make lemonade, and people laugh and say, yeah, uh uh-huh, sure. But it's true. Yeah, yeah. I I see people live in tents. They smile. You know, I lived in Mm -hmm. the shelter at one time, and I told people, like, you know, it was a young young guy who wanted to get into truck driving, and I I was willing to tell him, I said, well, make, make sure... The shelter, but the shelter does help you get a place. Um, I would I would tell him to get to a place first, and I know places that will teach you to you get your CDL. Uh, will help you out a whole lot, get your experience, and you have to start from somewhere. Build is career is what you do, a job is where you employ that. Mm-hmm. If people understand that. A career is what you do. A job is where you employ that. Your career could go from one job to the next job. But it's your career. It's what you do. It's what you do for a living. It's what you makes you happy. That's your career. Yep. Very much so. Uh, you know, you can find me. Find me on the road. You can you can find me on the road, pissing everybody off. <laughs> <laughs> no, let's well, not do that. You go ahead. You find me, uh, uh, um, Mr. Automatic Charismatic, Mr. AC Viper Vision, uh, is my uh, LLC. Um, I do. Uh, websites. Um, I have a formula uh, that I worked on, Formula 91382, which helped people to study. One thing I do want to do is I want to help people who want to be truck drivers. I want to help them out. Um, do not look at the size of the truck in the tractor trailer and be discouraged. Look at your mirrors. You set your mirrors. You set your goals. Setting your mirrors is like setting your goals. You are looking to go where you need to go. You're following within your own safety. Right? 
Yeah. I always thought I'd be don't a ever truck be, driver. Yeah. I like don't, to wander. Don't ever. <laughs> don't, I'm, I'm like, it's a women truck driver. Shout out to the lady. Shout out to, I see women drive these trucks real good. Shout out to the lady truck drivers. Yeah, there's a lot of them. Um, you know, uh, and I say, like, you know, when you, it's like pre-trip, you try to get yourself started, try and get your life started, you know what I mean? What are you trying to do? What are your goals are when you pre-trip? What are your goals? like your goals. You say your mirror. You want to be safe in your goals. You want to get there, you know what I mean? And when you're delivering, when you're at the shipper, what are you taking in? What you take in, are you prepared to deliver out? And that could be your inner soul. You take in your soul and deliver out to the world. That's poetry. That is poetry. You about it. You take in what you prepared to deliver out. Very true. So it's always, always nice to uh, be here when I can. I try to be. They're not working, be, well, working me hard. <laughs> They're not working me hard. You know, I'm always a poet. I can try these, you know, but I can try, 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 but I'm always a poet. Like yes, I say, you, you are, know. my dear. If I if I ain't doing poetry, I'm up here pissing people. <laughs> I don't think you make them as mad as you think you do. Unless it's Mama. Okay. Oh, if Mama's driving, nah, they gotta leave Mama alone. <laughs> Yeah. Right. I can see Mama right now. It's a truck driver. Oh, she probably honking that horn. Now you know better than the truck. Cut me off. You should cut. <laughs> Why are you doing that? Why are you talking? Now you know better. Didn't you get talked? Weren't you raised right? Now you right, go right. ahead. I can see it. Drive that car <laughs> safely. Come in my blind spot. You were raised not to come in my blind spot. Why are you doing that now? Go ahead, being silly and stuff. That's mama. <laughs> I can see it. Oh. <laughs> yeah, mama the truck driver. <laughs> oh. All right. I, I, feel, I feel sorry for those boys out there. Yeah, yeah, hey. They try, I mean, they, 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 we work a 14 hour shift. You know, women and men work 14 hour shifts. And they pushing, pushing, pushing. You know, you get your load. Um, once you learn how to look at the axles, so you can know if you need to wait or not. You can look at the front of the axles, where the weight is how much you weight. Um, you know, it, it's, it's a lot of things that come with it. it. It makes you think. It makes you look in the mirrors. You, it, it, it makes you be prepared for things to come. 
when you're looking in your mirror. It's like looking at yourself. Look at yourself. You want to be prepared for what's to come in your life. Well, let's hope we are, right? Yes. <laughs> All right, sweetheart. All right. Have a good night. Have a good have a good night now. Okay now, uh knowledge the truck driver. <laughs> <laughs> I could do it. Cross country. Yeah, oh, yeah. I wanna see you do it. <laughs> Get there the and bang way, right I'm now. not not peeing in a bottle though, I refuse. All right, sweetheart, we'll talk to you soon, hon. All right. Bye bye, sweetheart. All uh, right, let's grab we have five oh three next and then three one three will close out the show. Five oh three I know who this hey, is. Hey, Hi, sweetheart. <laughs> I am just trying to picture you doing a cross country load and getting it there on time. We both know it's impossible because who's going to have to stop at every fossil dig site along the way? <laughs> That's right. I won't. I'll, I'll never get a load there on time. No. Ever. And besides, you end up overweight because of all the rocks you threw in the back. <laughs> Right? It won't work out. <laughs> I'm sorry. Oh what do you God. mean I'm overweight because there's a dinosaur and bones in the back of my vehicle? <laughs> right? <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hysterical. So, all right. This is something I just wrote. And, um, yeah, I'm uh, Pam, uh, a.k.a. Kashida. Um so I just wrote this um, and thought, well, I might as well just go ahead and read it because if I don't, then um, I'll probably play with it and play with it and play with it and play with it and never read it. So here we go. All right. I remember you. You were so very young. That time under the stairs, no one knew but one. The memory came crashing back. Beating my mind like the king tides beats the beaches, rocks and cliffs, pounding them relentlessly, staring away at them, breaking them down, removing barriers, ramming hard into the cracks and crevices, only to retreat, exposing the deepest, darkest secrets hidden below the ever-turning waters. I remember you. Though the memories are lost, in a thick fog. I long for the sun to come out, for the fog to lift, yet like the cliffs stand strong against the crashing waves, so does my mind against the lost memories of that time. I wonder why. It feels so random. I just a peep. What else have I forgotten? I long to remember all. I remember you. You were so young. You were so innocent. You didn't even know. I remember you. And peace. Yeah, but were they really that innocent? They were. Well, 
He he was. I think that was really beautiful. You know, I it's an accountability. There's a, a beautiful accountability to it that I love. Yeah. So anyway, who knows what will happen when the fog lifts? <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, then I have one real short one that was inspired by a time I spent with you. Okay. Um, she longs for the wild, open or the wide open space of the desert, to be alone in the wild, far from the trappings of the place most people dwell. End poem. That is beautiful. Is that about you sitting in the at the Beulah? Yep. Um. About every other trip I've gone to the desert, <laughs> the desert. <laughs> so, yeah. Anyway, that's all I have tonight. I love that. Okay. I love it so much. Thank you. Well, I enjoy the show. And gosh, some of the poetry, most of the po- all of the poetry here, it just blows my mind. Blows my mind. It's it's so it's such a treat and a gift to get to. Listen to everyone. So, I know, right? You. Yeah. Yeah, oh, I mean, it's so much. Every time years. I hear one, I'm like, oh, my gosh, this just so resonates. And, and it's so powerful. And, and, yeah, so, anyway. Little baby poet me longs to be that, you know, to keep growing and growing. And, uh, you know, just reach higher and higher levels. <laughs> so, Enter this platform well, just, it's, it's possible. Just because you are new, a new baby poet to the show, does not mean you're exempt from doing your anniversary show, uh, your anniversary show assignment. Writing. Where you have to write. Yeah. Mm-hmm, where you have to write a show or a poem for the show. Just just so you know. All right. I'll... I'll... I'll put pen to paper. Speaking of pens, the pen I love depends on the paper I'm using. So Not me. I can't give you just one. Although if I had to nail it down to just one right now, I really like the G2s, especially since they come in lots of colors. The GQs? A G2. It's a pilot G2. Oh, my God. They're really nice. They just flow nice. They have, they don't skip. Um, yeah, they're really nice pens. And they do come in colors. So, leave your pens um, laying but, around the next time I'm around you. Leave, leave them, I, leave I, them I, out I, I unattended. Run to, the, run to the restroom or something and, you know. I don't have to do that. I'll just pull them out and use them. <laughs> you won't do that. It's what, try- what I'm trying to tell you. You will never see them again. Because those are so, those yeah. are. Uh, I I get, I hope to see you when we when I go see the Queen Hides on the twenty sixth. So we'll see if that works out. Definitely, I want to go do that so bad. <laughs> All right. Well, check your messages, and I'm going to go ahead and hop off so that uh, the the other person who's waiting can have their turn. <laughs> okay. All right, sweetheart. Appreciate you so much. 
I appreciate you too. We'll talk to you next week. All righty. Okay. Our next caller comes from area code. Let me get this one muted. 313. You are on the air. Oh. I'm back. I just wanted to, uh, it's true enough again, I just wanted, I forgot to uh, give people the main way to connect with me, which is through my name, D-A-N-T-E, Deontay, uh, true enough, Conover, but are you closing out? I am, you want to read one last piece to shut down the show? I can. What's love got to do with it? That's the name of the piece. Okay. What's love got to do with it? My people are heartbroken because they have chosen incompatible souls to comfort them instead of following what their hearts have chosen. Instinct is intertwined in our mind, body, and souls to move and and navigate that indecisive ocean they may cross to reach that number one goal called companionship. What's love got to do with it? If you have that much coveted baddest chick, what's beneath those pedicure toes and lips that glow may surprise you. Because in order to have a relationship, personality must have consistent flow and consistent growth. What's love got to do with it, ladies? When a man with a plan doesn't have a plan that includes you. When he's the only one rocking fly clothes and you struggle to buy diapers and your baby, buy diapers for your baby and you and live frugal and breakfast, lunch, and dinner is ramen noodles and dessert is dry fruit loops. What's love got to do with it? When a friend can never lend an ear unless you purchase a beer. And the only purpose of their existence is to lurk in the silhouette of your shame and to cheer because you live in fear. What's love got to do with when the doctor tells you your child has a birth defect and you scream malpractice and say that they showed you the worst respect? What's love got to do with This goes to show how love sometimes has no effect in peace. Right? Such an entitlement. We live in in a time when everybody is just entitled to something. Absolutely. Just a reminder to us that sometimes... When we think about ourselves, we also have to think about other people. We also have to think about how sometimes our logic overrules our emotion and sometimes how we have to follow our logic to stabilize our emotion. Right. Most definitely. Thank you, Nyla. I really just came just to get my extra uh, contact info. <laughs> I wasn't expecting to go last, but 
Uh, it was a pleasure, and I, I really appreciate it. And uh, you'll see more of me in the future. Well, I better because I'll come hunt you down if I don't. Just saying. I'll throw that out there. <laughs> All right. All right, sweetheart. Thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you more than you know. Anytime. Likewise. All right, sweetheart. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, you guys. You have been listening to the Speakeasy Cafe Open Mic Poetry Show. I am so thankful you were all here. You did a fantastic job. Readers, listeners, friends of poetry, countrymen, Women, children, squirrels, all of you. Just appreciate you. I'm getting tired. Can you tell? (laughs) Really looking forward to talking with you all again. If we do not see you and talk to you before Thanksgiving, and we don't do the show on Thanksgiving, I just want to uh, wish you all a beautiful, beautiful day with your families. And that's it. We'll talk to you next week. I'm going to close the show. Uh, Since we had Annabelle with us tonight, I'm going to close this show with a piece of hers called Like a Woman. So here we go, and we'll talk to you soon. Good night, everybody. Pretty little baby. Breaks the surface of a big blue pill. Water cascading down her white swimming suit in tiny torrents of sunlit dew. She's putting on a show for them. Their scaly snouts sit above the surface of the pool. Their heavily lidded eyes watch her hungrily. Her new breasts are hidden beneath padded cups and drawstrings are tied in bows at her hips. She hates her breasts. She hates her hips like fruit ripening with risk like fish pulling her toward choppy tides. She is told that she should now behave a certain way, like a woman, they say. She donates her boy shorts to Goodwill, along with her bicycle helmet, her plastic dinosaurs, and her Converse shoes. She bleaches her hair, she puts gloss on her lips, and she lathers her body in bandage soleil, lying beneath the sun like a sugar-coated hand. The crocodiles are watching her and they are starving. She flicks through her camera, deleting photographs of herself that she dislikes, telling herself you are not enough. And she feeds herself to the crocodiles. But why? Human beings are not a species who sit idly in the water. It is not within our nature to submit ourselves as prey. No, it is not within our nature at all. She was tossed. You mustn't blame her. It isn't her fault. She was only trying to behave a certain way, like a woman who lies flat while bacteria-laden teeth feast upon her flesh, infecting her with hate, confirming her belief that she is not enough. But one day, pretty little baby breaks the surface of a big blue Hill, shaking off the crocodiles and planting herself on land where she will grow like a winter flower, blooming despite defeating elements. And she will learn to love her breasts, for they nourish her child with milk, and she will learn to love her hips, for they cradled her womb while her child grew within it. And she will learn that those crocodiles are never satiated while she is ever full. 
and she will tell her daughter, Pretty Little Baby. I have raised you like a woman, far from the water, far from the starving. And when you see the crocodiles, you will come to your mother, and we will laugh at them. Let's talk about Medi-Cal. You have a choice, and Molina makes it easy, especially when it comes to the care you need. So let's talk about you, about making your life easier, about extra help to manage your health. Let's talk about your needs now and for the future. Nobody knows Medi-Cal better than Molina. It starts with a phone call. Call 866-420-5330 or visit meetmolinaca.com. Let's talk today. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.